Hello, Recordiacs. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, involves a daunting task accompanying three unqualified morons as they safely navigate through a blockbuster franchise starring the death-defying Scientologist Tom Cruise in preparation for the seventh film. Be careful. Along the way, you may encounter slow motion, plot twists, shaky cams, slow motion, and Thandie Newton. As always, should you or any of your I Am Force be caught or killed, the Secretary will disavow any knowledge of your action. This podcast will self-destruct in five seconds. Good luck, Recordiacs. Three unqualified morons and microphones. This is the previously recorded podcast. Welcome back to Previously Recorded. I am your host, RP. As always, and this episode of Previously Recorded is brought to you by our Red Bubble and T Public store. If you need a t shirt, stickers, hats, we all got it. Um, so we're here to talk about the three Mission Impossible movies. They're good. Anything else to add? Nah, that's it. I wouldn't say uh, good. I'm they were we they were mo- they were movies. Can we okay. talk about everything that just happened? <laughs> One, that's for so, our Patreon. Yeah, so so RP doesn't tell us what he's gonna do for the intros, and that was he told us you were just late. Uh, okay. Yeah. You that, were just you were late. I, I wasn't late. I actually dropped Nick off and then went back home. So I was on time, and then I just changed my plans real quick. But uh, like yeah, I was I was a good one. But also, you said stickers. There are stickers in the T Public store. I thought he said Snickers. It did sound like he said Snickers, <laughs> and I was like, we have Snick- we have candy now. That's sick. Do we have do we have candy bars with our faces on it because that's pretty I, cool. I heard Snickers as well. And also, when he said this podcast is brought to you by, he looked down at his paper. So I thought we had like I was like, wow, are we like legit sponsors. Like, we have to check to make sure. See, I thought he was looking down to like think like when we used to do fake sponsors. Uh, I, was, okay. I was. I thought he was like Never. trying to think of something. We've funny. never had a fake sponsor. I was going to say that oh, I am. Sorry, we're just not sponsored by Michelob anymore. The I yeah. am Force. Yeah, we've, um, we've never. This podcast is brought to you by. This podcast is actually brought to you by Arizona Premium Spiked Beverage Hard Real Brewed Iced. Pretty good. Bad you just didn't say it up front because it would have been the entire podcast. They actually just text, <laughs> they just texted me that the, the sponsorship yeah, went through. So okay. that's, I, I told you to run and everything then RP by me. Burped through us yeah. saying the sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh man, they're not going to be happy. They're probably going to pull that sponsorship. <laughs> well, we'll re-record it. There goes my <laughs> lifetime free supply of drinks. <laughs> but joining me today, as always, is my two co-hosts, uh, Bob and Nick. How are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and, what, you weren't looking at me. I knew you were going to do it. <laughs> I knew if you looked at me, you would have laughed. Uh, uh, co- joining us to cover these three <laughs> movies um, for today is producer Nick. Welcome back to the podcast, bud. How are you? Good. I feel like I'm the Vin Rames of the previous recorded uh, universe. I don't know if you're that Fuck cool. Yeah, 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 you, yeah, you can't give yourself that. I can say, somebody else can say you. That's are. such an. I feel like I'm the coolest guy in all of these movies. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only valuable aspect of this podcast. Not to say you're not awesome and cool, but Vin, Ra- that was like a. You're starting off high, but yeah. like you're setting now, you got to be like ready. You, you got to deliver. You better deliver on everything. You got to have a sexy, deep voice <laughs> now, now. Like cut out all of his dialogue, so it sounds like he contributed nothing. To <laughs> After an outlandish claim, if, if having a deep voice, <laughs> then you is, are going to be a part of the process. You got some competition because <laughs> <laughs> not only am I deep to begin with, but I've also lost my voice. So he also confident. smoked a thirty pack of cigs today <laughs> just to prepare. Dude, I've sounded like I've smoked for the last fucking. You might, you're at this point, you might as well. I, yeah, and I've smoking. never smoked a cigarette, and I just sound like this. I don't know You should why. smoke cigarettes just so we can see how much deeper your voice <laughs> What's can go. What's going to happen to it? I just can't how much raspier yeah. it can get. Then it starts to sound like a <laughs> machine <laughs> when I have to get a tracheotomy. Hey, guys. <laughs> 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 
It's like when that he's, that, drink, he's drinking Bush through the hole in his throat. <laughs> I was gonna say this podcast is brought to you by Bush Light that I buy myself. <laughs> it's like um, when the girl said I sounded like Coach Steve and it shut me down for a solid week. Making that thick in the wall. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's no there's no greater yeah, self-esteem hit. Some, some girl at a bar was like, oh, you sound like Coach Steve. And you should not say you looked like him. That nah, you should have just followed it up immediately. There would have been a, if she said you looked like him. There oh, I just kept calling her my, my guy, my No, dudes. you, you should have done is followed up and like, can I make dick in the warm? <laughs> but then uh, that was right before we went to Chicago. What uh, does Coach Steve say all the time? My dudes? My, my dude? Uh, hey, yeah, my, my guy. Dude. My, my, dude. Dude. My, dude. my dude. My dude. My dude. So this, after we go to Chicago, the first- Storm. First bar we go to, <laughs> the bartender goes, "What well, can I get you, my dude? And I, like, lashed out at her. I was like, what did you call me? <laughs> Don't fucking say that shit to me. I am not Coach Steve. But how are you guys? Good? Everything been good? It's been some time I'm since good. we got on the mic? I'm just here. This is, Jesus Christ. It's so loud. Can you just do? Can you just power through? Because honestly, I'm good. We were I'm talking, done. and RP sounded like Rick from Rick and Morty, where he's just like burping and like <laughs> powering through the burp. I got you. I'll power yeah. through. I'm Nick, saying, just don't go away from the mic. Just like keep talking and burping. Just keep going. Like apologize in advance, then. But I will. Um, <laughs> welcome back, bud. How are you? You started off strong. I don't. We cut your legs off. How? How are you? All right. All right, you cool. ran, ran out of steam. You know, you wow, that was a big Zing Reams <laughs> comment there. I'm feeling more like the Australian uh, guy who just the, well, ba- uh, the, the or any international. Hey, hey, hey! In no, Nick, no spoilers till we get Nick's there. Nick's more like the first movie in a hole. What a snooze fest! All right, we'll get to well, that. We'll <laughs> get to that. Um, I'm getting so, to a point in my notes of every time we do a movie rewatch where I don't fucking know what I mean by the stuff I wrote down. Yeah, well, it's been some time, so since I'm gonna have to try and so like. Little spoiler alert for the second movie. I wrote motorcycle joust. No idea where I was going with that one. I yeah, do. I do. They do the joust. They play yeah. chicken. They go straight at each other. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Good um, note. Good note. Past yeah. me. But anyway, we are here to talk about another trilogy. We are here to talk about Mission Impossible, one through three in our Mission Rewatch series. All right, the first Mission Impossible. After finishing a mission... Staying awake for these movies felt like a Mission Impossible. (laughs) All right, Mission Impossible released in uh, 1996. The summary of the film. After finishing a mission in Kiev, Jim Phelps and his latest IMF team are sent to Prague to stop rogue agent Alexander Goldlitzing from stealing the CIA NOC list, uh, a list that would reveal all the fake identities of the CIA agents. However, the mission unexpectedly fails after the list is stolen and the team is killed one by one along with Gulitstein, leaving Phelps' point man, uh, Ethan Hunt, the only survivor. IMF director Eugene Kittridge blames him, and now Hunt is on the run to prove his innocence and track down that list. He recruits his own team of disavowed agents and is rejoined by fellow team member and wife of Jim Phelps, Claire Phelps, played by... Discount oh, Amadeus. Uh, Emmanuel Barrett, who he believed to be dead. Will Ethan succeed in clearing his name and stopping that list from getting out? We'll see. So the film was released in May 22, 1996. On a budget of $80 million, it grossed $457.7 million. It is the first film to open on 3,000 screens, uh, which around 4,000 is common today for big films. It broke the at-the-time record for a Wednesday opening of 11.8 million, beating uh, 
T2. It earned $45.4 million opening weekend, giving it the record for the biggest May opening weekend of all time at that point, which is pretty insane compared to today's standards. Um, Jurassic Park 2 came out the following year and took back that um, record. $75 million in its first six days, beating the first Jurassic Park. Um, so a franchise was born. The uh, scores for this film, Rotten Tomatoes, it's 66% critical, 71% audience. Uh, the film stars Tom Cruise, who deferred his $20 million fee for a percentage of the box office on this film. He plays Ethan Hunt. John Voight is the IMF veteran Jim Phelps. And the movie is scored by Danny Elfman. Um, so there is a lot of uh, notes on the kind of the development of this, some of this. Um, not all of it's interesting. Basically... Just like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, basically Cruz was a big fan uh, of the TV show and wanted this as his first project under his uh, Cruz Wagner Productions that he founded with his agent they convinced Paramount to back the project and they got working on a story immediately then they hired Brian De Palma who um, directed Scarface and the Untouchables they finished two screenplays yeah Brian De Palma they had two screenplays written nobody liked them so they brought in a third writer that got the film greenlit De Palma wanted the opening scene to take place in Prague, since it was rarely seen in films, and the fish tank scene was Cruz's idea. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. The budget was around 45 to $50 million, but Cruz wanted to go bigger with scenes and convince the studio to give him more money. The film came in under budget, and Apple spent $15 million to help market the film while including computers in the movie, and they hope to help their image after a $740 million loss in their fiscal quarter. The film's promotion in Germany was complicated because of the Bavarian minister-president's uh, ban of whatever from joining the state civil service, so boycotts were actually made be- due to the Scientology of the film, uh, which I found kind of interesting. Even though I butchered all that because I I didn't hard-code the, uh, the blue titles here, so they didn't print. So it's just blank. But basically, Germany and the promotion of the film were, was not positive because of Scientology. That's the worst thing Germany's ever done. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. What a bunch of jerks, man. Um, all right, so let's let's get into the film. Let's start talking about it. I got like four notes for this movie. I don't have any. Yeah, I don't really have that much. The beginning opens up with them in, pro- like the in Prague. It's the team. You got Gordon Bombay. Yep. Yeah. Fake Amelia Clark. He said discount anormous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that is fair. Yeah. She looked like Amelia Clark to me, and I was like, all right, whatever. I kind of thought it was Amelia Clark for yeah, a second. Yeah, and I was like, this movie came I was like, out Wait a minute. 30 years ago, so it's something <laughs> to check out. She wasn't popular yet. Yeah. So this one is your standard before you guys started watching it. All right, so let's just start there. I had seen this movie. Well, I watched my history with Mission Impossible is I had never seen them. Uh, then quarantine happened, and me and Audra were like, you know what, let's give it a go. And the first one I thought was decent. To me, it's like your standard cookie-cutter 90s action film. It just doesn't... It's inoffensive. ...age well. Yes, I would agree. It's like you said, like Apple, they, they put money into this because they wanted... The, the, one of my notes is any of the graphics on the, on the computers look like a bad old video. Well, the, <laughs> the first thing when I watched this movie, I went, this is just a weird time in movies where they're like stuck in the 90s right before like... Because you know if, 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 this is, if this is coming out in 96, it's yeah. filmed in like 94, yeah. 95. Um, so it what did you guys... like war games. 
before we kind of get into the plot, just overall, what did you guys think? What like did you like it? Did you not like it? I know you. You mean you had watched it first out of the four yeah. of us, and me and you were texting about it on the side, and you said you you didn't really care for it, but also it's under that 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 lens of homework because this is technically yeah. homework. See, the first two felt like homework. The third didn't. Yeah, and I said that to you the too. First the first one was actually good. Yeah, I just it was hard to keep my attention. Mm-hmm. Even like the big scene that they're known for, where he's like grappling yeah. down. Yeah. I was like bored. I was like, get, yeah. get the fucking thing and get out of there. I felt like, like that with two more than one. I was more entertained by one. See, yeah. he said two was better than one. Yeah. Two kept my attention way better. I just don't think I cared. No, I said I said the opposite. Oh, you, you liked said, two better than one. He said no, two is the worst one. Two is the worst one. No, it's two. Yeah, yeah. Two kept my attention you know, I, way better well, than that's, one. I can't wait to unpack. More was more two, was happening. I think we're spending the most time talking about the beginning yes. of it before, like the, the team dies. I if it gave off the vibe of like that they all had an orgy probably once or twice. Well, I mean, it starts off with that weird they scene. Had sex. I just felt like the way out of, like every mission. The way it was going was like I said, it felt more like a spoof. And like a series, like it felt like, like scary like, movie like and Mc, not scream. Like makes like McGoober when like he puts the team together and they yeah, all like just get blown just off. Like so campy and like so it starts off with all basically. So it's like a team of like six six of them on the IMF, which is the the Impossible, Impossible Mission Force. Force, and the mission all goes awry and they all die allegedly, except for Tom Cruise. And now Tom Cruise is on the run because he's blamed for it, uh, and they they try and hunt him down. This happens in Prague, and it's this whole thing where they they do the first like mask is in this scene. Oh, when, well, he when Tom Cruise is auditioned to play mask. Joe Biden, the potential Joe Biden yeah. biopic. That's when the they, that's when it, like that's when he was just wearing a like makeup can, and he had to try to he do looked like impressions. Colonel Sanders a little bit. <laughs> it was like funny but, old man makeup. So it's just it's angst. It's it's a very young Tom Cruise. So we're talking ninety six. So I don't know. Maybe he's like late twenties. He's very angsty. I have a thumbs down on that. But I think he carries the film in a way. There's. I think he does do a good job. As this happens, so naturally he sees all these things. Everything that happens. The one guy, Emilio Estevez, uh, Gordon Bombay, is on an elevator shaft and gets like his face punctured with like spears. They have these glasses that have cameras on it. So John Voight gets shot. Uh, his wife is in the car. Jim Phelps is, is, blows is um, what uh, John Voight is Jim the Phelps. One, his wife one... it blows up in a car that we think oh, about that. When I found out she was his wife, I did let up. I'm like, ew, exactly. So, John Voight, even in this movie, is old John Voight. He's always been old John he's Voight. Always, <laughs> where he's always... He's on the woobs 60 he's years He's like old. Morgan Freeman. He's always old. He's married to a younger... I'm tired of this, Grandpa. <laughs> That's too damn bad. Uh, he's married to a younger, more attractive woman. And it, it, it's very strange, because at first you're like, what is... John is it Voight, his daughter? Huge cock. Yeah, he's got to... I forgot all about that elevator scene. They call what him. a horrible fucking way to die. Oh, yeah, he's, he said he regrets. Impaled right in the face. He said he regrets what killing you, him. What do you think's worse? Getting impaled in the face or getting your knee slashed by the dentist? Oh, I thought you were going to say getting impaled in the face or getting impaled by John Voight. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better. I was just making a Mighty Ducks reference. Cause uh. really nice the dentist is the guy from oh. D2. That's the Iceland coach. Uh, I forgot he was in this movie too. 
Did I watch the like that Emilio Estevez is the one who gets Shane. Did you watch the link in the face? Yeah, yeah. Did you use my voodoo or did you watch it on that link I sent you? Uh, I think I watched the porn parody by accident. <laughs> Someone did get impaled, though. Also, also, Voodoo is not the app. It's just this witchcraft that RP's been doing lately. Voodoo Mama Juju. Um, voodoo is what you did on the Celtics yeah, by just, launching their uh, hey, their, their toy under the that might not That might not age well, depending on when this podcast comes out. <laughs> but let's hope. So my next note is John Voigt can't pull that kind of tail. That was my next vote. My next. I said I audibly John Voight. Ew, disgusting. John Voight in the movie or John Voight in real life? In real life. Do you feel as though I think she he resembled Angelina Jolie? Because then it's weird. A, a little, little bit. bit. I think he can pull that kind of tail because he's a big time movie star. I think he can. He is a big time. He's movie. also a millionaire. So this is completely off topic, but Nick and I talked about it earlier. Who do you think is the most famous person? Oh yeah, in, like, I mentioned currently in the world. In the world, we mentioned. I said Beyonce would be a rival to Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift and Beyonce, are you We're saying this because there's a Taylor Swift concert happening in the city of Philadelphia right now, where we John had Boy. dropped her off. <laughs> 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 he made me really think yeah. about it just for that. Yeah. No, I mean well, we can have that conversation later. But yeah, we were talking about it on the ride here. <laughs> like the city is shut down for Taylor Swift. I don't know. Yeah, like when the, the only other person I think they would do that for is John Boyd. <laughs> Oh, he well, he did speak at Holy Family University, so they. Oh wow! We they shut, swear down, God, they shut down half a block. He did. He like for for <laughs> the one in the parking lot, <laughs> like inside the campus. For um, you could not walk in that yeah. parking lot. <laughs> for for Trump, he came and spoke at Holy Family. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. How is that, Nick? How does that, that, that affect your life? Yeah, because you. They, oh, I think no, he, no, he was no. there at the rally. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually. He was actually. It was him. He was it, in a mess. He, yeah, he actually. He was. He was John Voight. Um, he ripped it off. All right. So the, the the only other real big thing to talk about, as I said, that they wanted to do this fish tank scene. So he's Tom Cruise is given this gum that he puts together and it can blow something up. And they go to this restaurant that has this giant aquarium. Naturally, they blow it up. And it's pretty freaking cool. Poor fishes. Uh Died. Are you sure this movie wasn't directed by Michael Bay? That's a very Michael Bay thing to do. No, Brian De Palma. Brian De Palma. Did Pete have a say about this? No, but they did give the okay on Guardians. That's one thing. Uh, Peter yes. came out and said, five out of five. <laughs> they really tweeted that. I'm not even kidding. They said something about what it did for animal Yeah, cruelty, uh, Yeah, it did. All right. This is where I'm... About, what about the fish scene? Just that it's cool? Is yeah, it was just it cool. Was cool. That was cool. So... Cool, cool, cool. I expect... I mean, full spoilers, this came out. Yeah, oh my god, there's yeah. no there's no spoiler warning. No spoiler warning. Uh, I was I didn't see John Voigt not being dead. Yeah, oh, what? No. All that comically red paint he had on him. Yeah, because it's all through the when he gets shot, it's all through first person. I thought the other woman who just walked into a night that the guy was standing at the fence was also alive. The lady, there's the lady no way you would you, when John Voight was dead, you thought he was. Yeah, still I, alive I knew he was gonna. I had a feeling he was. The lady alive. from. Um, all right, I'm, yeah. I'm just a fucking idiot, I guess. <laughs> I just thought it was too comical how he fell. I wasn't. Yeah, he oh, falls over a bridge. You look. You watched me crack it. It was a loud. I thought you I were, didn't know I thought you were all of them were going to be alive, but I had a feeling. Oh, no, I was saying Jab and Nick. For yeah. just and fucking... then... I I believed him that John Voight was dead, but I feel like I shouldn't have because he's a pretty big name actor to kill off in the beginning it's, of the movie. Anytime when you watch something and there's yeah. a big name actor and they're I wasn't like thinking. dead, he's a he. That's a good gotcha. They killed, gotcha. Well, they the, the good guy's really the bad guy. Yeah, but John Voight's a bigger name at the time. That actor false. <laughs> what had Emilio Estevez done before this? I'm just saying he's not a bigger Mighty name. Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks probably came Young out right Guns. at the same time. 
When was Breakfast Club? Was that well, that was really the eighties? Right? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's fairly big. At we're the not point. tolerating this. Yeah, Emilio Estevez slander yeah, on this podcast. I love Emilio Estevez. Yeah, yeah, he is in the Outsiders. I feel this is more tail end, probably, of his like fame of any than anything. Right, I'm a big fan of Emilio Estevez. Um, All right, take it back. Emilio Estevez, the most famous person. Um. So yeah, basically, so Ethan's just running around. From the most stubborn, he running around, sweating in a tuxedo, his parents are, are suffering, <laughs> running in tux, yeah. yes, yeah. Oh my god, we'll yes. talk about how that comes full circle. He like locked his parents movie. up because he was on the run. Oh, yeah. they just they just mistook those two farmers for uh, yeah. Two so of the like they showed on the, ma- in the so country. let's just jump forward because there's, there there are compute confusing aspects of this film. Like when he meets with the lady through the computer hacking and he's like job i think it's job right and he's like doing the bible references in the software i think a lot of this movie's fucking stupid like i really do i like my my and it's because of tom cruise's acting i made your note here for this movie because i don't really have much I wrote this just got real. I don't know when that is. Probably when they killed everybody. I was like, oh shit. It's that like, was, yeah, it might have been the aquarium. I have no idea why I wrote that. Because I have like six notes, so it's not like I can even like track a crime. Yeah, I game. feel like once but, the aquarium scene happens, it's kind of like then the movie starts. Like yeah, if it kept yeah, that kind of intensity, I, mean, yeah. I was like, then it started going kind but, of so my, for me. My only note is like entertaining enough, but it easily could have just been this one movie and then nothing else. Very, like, very I, true. After watching this, I wasn't like, I want more of these. I need to see what happens <laughs> yeah. next. Ooh, more, please. Yeah. This was a movie that I kept looking at the runtime, like the this time around because I'd already seen it. It was it drags. It's it it's does paced drag poorly because, but like also I feel like, and I mean I haven't seen them all. I don't know that these would be like good rewatch movies. No, so that's the problem I'm at right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it like, started out as a good idea, but they're really like they kind of like Fast and Furious, blend together. And also, like, when you know what's going to be, like, this twist, you yep. see it coming, so the stuff in the beginning of the movie, like, you're like... Yeah, no, it's, this, It doesn't matter. There's no... Yeah. It's just, there's a lot of, like, just... Basically, it's at this point, it's... The second one will be fun to talk about, because it stinks. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I'll be curious to hear, like, Shane's points of view. It's my favorite movie ever. But there's some interesting things behind the, behind the scenes, but, like, Second I'm kind of, like... Impossible, most famous person in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, we're just at a point where it's like, yeah, that happened, that was cool. Fandy Newton, most most uh, famous person in the world. Like the first, like there's some cool things. Like she there's obviously it. the iconic scene where they they drop down. I didn't uh, like that from scene. the ceiling, which wasn't that. No, over, which is not forever. that arcade. Also, that, like, I couldn't believe the Frenchman could uh, it was hold a, him up that whole time. Yeah, I know. Seed. It was such a long scene. Yeah, and uh, th- that whole scene was based around giving some guy diarrhea. Yeah, and puking. Yeah. And puking, which I said that guy. My note was that guy's great at puking. And then but this that this, scene continued where the head of the CIA just hated his job so yeah. much and just wanted to retire. So the guy that's he puk- was just miserable the whole movie. The guy that's puking, like so, the they need to get into the to get this this name list, which releases the name I of like everybody. That he's at lunch though, like when she like puts the shit in his drink, yeah. and like he's just sitting next to this super hot person. It doesn't like flinch at all. Yeah, I'd be like. Hello. Nah, I'd probably be sweating. Like, his face, yeah, he doesn't even react. He was saving on his perspiring like, for later. Also, like, wouldn't you think, and I don't know, I've never worked for Langley, uh, like for the FBI, but like if you're in that building, I know it's a big building, but like if you there's notice a person people. who is that like superstar, supermodel type attractive, wouldn't you like be like, 
Oh, isn't that one of our I've top seen agents? You, I've yeah. seen you around before. Like, exactly. wouldn't you be kind of like thrown off by like a, hey, who's this weird, attractive person? You. It's also just seen? like a repetition too. Like, if you eat lunch there every day, you're gonna we're gonna realize people. So they have to. The reason why they're at they're the the Pentagon's is because they need the to break into this incredible. Some would say maybe impossible vault to break into. And the mission doesn't seem possible. Possible, yeah. So she puts this the the hot girl married to John Voigt puts this stuff in the guy's drink. She's French. That's why we're not saying her name. Yeah, I don't so know. She, how does, to say she doesn't really matter. Emmanuel, <laughs> whatever the fuck her name. We don't is. have listeners in France, right? No, we don't. Yeah. We don't even have li- listeners in America. <laughs> <laughs> we're most, huge in Sweden. Most, most famous four people in the world previously recorded yeah. podcasts. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so the guy. I heard that we we had listeners in France, but they gave up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they surrendered. They surrendered, guys. Um, so if you haven't seen the movie, the guy they put the thing they put like this medicine in the guy's drink to make him keep getting sick. The guy's great at puking because they have to break into the se- the Pentagon. The two stellar acting. I like that. Like as a. It's my note. Put it on your put it on your resume though. <laughs> like, I like great at puking as like a special skill. Put that on his resume. Yeah, like, I'm a really strong puker. He's great at pooping and shitting. <laughs> I realized I said pooping and shitting. I meant puking and shitting. What's the difference? Now now we gotta we gotta break this down a little bit. Let me get through this fucking scene. <laughs> then we can talk about pooping and shitting all that we want. Alright, so they break into the Pentagon. To steal the, the, the knock list that they have to get from this one thing. And if it goes one temperature above, all these alarms go off. It's supposed to be suspenseful. It's really not. It's kind of boring at Do points. you think in 1996, that was like... The, it was electric. I was yeah. going to say, that was like the height of suspense. It just drags yeah. on a bit. You can move it. Yeah. It was electric. Make it like five minutes shorter and it's fine. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Pooping and shitting. Uh... So they do this whole undercover plan after he recruits uh, Nick and the rest of the uh, disavowed agents to help him. Like you, basically people that are like fired from the. the it agency. was just it was just Nick and the French guy, right? Yeah, yeah. just Nick and the French and guy, and the girl, and the French woman, and the French woman, and the French woman. So it was Nick, Ethan Hunt, and then two people who don't matter. The French guy that hate he hates rats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's the last note I have until kind of the twist happens. I don't, you don't done. talk about he does uh, uh, Wolverine on the train. Just That's not the well. The, the twist happens before no, that. that was oh, ridiculous. I thought you said this and movie. First off, Wolverine does Tom Cruise. <laughs> this movie came out first, so Nick picked a reference from one of the worst X Men movies possible. When he like it's on the train and it goes all right, and he's just like flying down the cars uh, and like just gripping on. Yeah, at the end, like the end battle. Um, so the twist happens that John Voight planned it all along and planned to pin it on Ethan Hunt. I don't really know why, because he was banging his wife or something. <laughs> no, because he says that he doesn't make enough money. That that's the now reason. That's the whole yeah, reason. He's he, not that he, as he, an uh, IMS. Yeah, an IMF, IMF, IMF agent. agent. Yeah, they kind of just throw you to the side. Classic, and then he classic like, '90s bad guy. He just wants money. Yeah, yeah but it's, so it's John Voight and his wife are in on it. Yeah, and to get Ethan Hunt, like, including the French guy, he's yeah, in on it but too. To get Ethan Hunt like thrown in. Yeah, see the French people suck. <laughs> John Voight like encourages his wife to fuck Ethan Hunt. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. Like to get him in on. So it's like a weird. Saying, punk I think situation. this team has done that before, so it's not that big of a. Deal. He just yeah, killed so everybody who didn't give him an orgasm. It is a big deal because Emilio Estevez at this point is do- he's dead. So 
Not, we don't care about any of this sex. If yeah. Emilio's not there, <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's if the ducks are flying together, in the world. We, we're, not, we're not caring. Yeah. Yep. When the team's fucking in the back room, ducks fly together. <laughs> <laughs> so they reveal themselves at the train station in London, maybe? Sure. Let's uh, that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and Ethan gives himself up. He calls like he knows. And then John Voight happens to be there. And Ethan's acting like John Voight's telling him all these things. Uh, which is not the truth to make like John Voight look like the good guy and all these other people were the bad guys. But Ethan's figured it out in his head, which as an audience member, as soon as he shows up, you you know he turned on you. Yeah, he's the bad But guy. Ethan's like sitting there like, and it's terrible acting by Tom Cruise in my opinion. But he's like, oh my God, well, he this, figured- is this, this. And they're showing you the clips of him figuring it all out. And then that kind of just starts the yeah, downward descent. The biggest descent. giveaway for him was that the Bible ha- was from the Hotel of yep. Chicago. Yeah, which he, he gave was, in he the beginning staying. of the movie. Yeah. The smallest plot, because he yeah. just could, uh, Jim Phelps, John Voight, had just came back from Chicago. So he brought the Bible with him to this safe house. Dumb. This is dumb. See, anybody should know in a 90s movie, if somebody you think was dead is not dead that's a bad guy yeah but they had to do that little recap scene just for stupid people in the theater to be like oh my god yeah, yeah they cut to him like seeing the bible yeah. and then, oh <laughs> wait a second whoa chicago they just because yeah. some people were like wow john voight's alive and he's gonna help ethan hunt yeah. and like yeah. thank no god. thank god yeah. now he's got an ally <laughs> <laughs> oh by the way the turns guy- out two of the allies were french <laughs> should have known they were gonna give up by the way the guy who's good at puking is in the new one. He's back. Does he puke? Is he no, pooping or shit? shit. shit. Pooping yeah. shit. Um, I thought it was a decent twist. He does all his own stunts. Pooping and shit. It was a good twist at the time. Talking about it now. Whatever. So. I mean, watching the movie, it was. Like, I thought right. it was a good twist. Once again, it's I fine. still was enjoying like, this you, movie. It's entertaining enough. Yeah, yeah, and you know, like you said, you, as soon as he shows up, okay, okay, he's the bad guy. But still, a good twist that he. John Voight is in at least two movies where you think somebody dies and then they become the bad guy when they're not dead, because he's in the Italian Job, isn't he? I feel like that's a lot. of Dad's favorite actors. movie. Yeah, he's so he's, he dies in the beginning. He's a national treasure. He's no, but uh, Edward Beast. Norton, you think? <laughs> no, uh, Mark Wahlberg, you think dies? But I think John. But he comes back as the good I guy. I think John two Boyd movies dies. that have one of yeah, the most common uh, no, structure to a plot. John Boyd, if he's gonna, John Boyd reads the script where somebody dies and comes back to life. He calls his agent. I mean, he's like, I gotta, you gotta give me this fucking it's like, part. It's like the. <laughs> It's like the Michael Caine line where I read the script. If I'm on the first page and the last page, yeah. I'm in. Tell the director to make my wife 15 years younger and I'm in. John Voight gets that movie. You know why? He's the most famous person in the world. Yeah, he gets whatever he wants. <laughs> All right. So then the next scene is that they have uh, these – there's something. He's got to give the knock list to, uh, to John Voight on the train where he figures out that John Voight's the big guy. It's a briefcase that Some, loot that Nick's up in thirty seconds. It's a challenge. Go. All right. Uh, all right. Hold <laughs> on. Hold on. Wait. 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 All right. Hold on. Let me get, let me get a timer going. Let me think about the end of the movie. Yeah, I'll give you a chance. <laughs> Shit. Look at IMDb. All record. right. Okay. You, you ready? Ready. Go. Okay. So uh, Nick comes on the train and blocks the signal. The knockless from going out, and Tom Cruise confronts John Voight, who. Uh, no, he knows what's going to happen. He knows he's going to try and kill him, but then he does a face thing, and Tom Cruise is also John Voight, and then there's a whole battle on the top of the train. It's Wolverine. If you've seen the Wolverine, that's basically what happens. And helicopter with the French guy comes into the tunnel on the train, which is pretty crazy for the time. That's because Tom Cruise wanted it. It was a cool scene. And then um, 
yeah, the, the train blows up, John Voight dies. Or no, the, the helicopter blows up, John Voight dies, and then Ethan's name is cleared and his parents seconds. are released from prison. <laughs> That's not bad. That's the, not the bad. The helicopter in the tunnel was a sweet scene. You say yes. you say Tom Cruise is John Voight also like this <laughs> throwaway. Oh yeah, they're all wearing he's wearing those masks again. But just like if you didn't see this movie, Tom Cruise Tom Cruise is also John Voight. Also, <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie, why the fuck are you listening to this? Like, like this is not what we do. We don't re- like we're, we're not we're recapping that recapping recapping and recapping and recapping as well as the pooping and shitting. Guy. Look, we're not doing our normal Indian. Jones Honestly, style. We're, we're cramming three of these fucking movies in a while. Honestly, if you talking about pooping and shit. In yeah. If you haven't seen this movie, keep it that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, well, it, it, it's just worth watch, it. Just watch the tunnel scene. I will cool. say, you could probably just watch three. You could probably see a YouTube video. Yeah, thanks for letting me. Thanks for listening to this now. podcast. You wait till now to tell me I can just watch three? Well, we're fucking doing this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Two is my favorite movie of all time, so I can't uh, wait to tell So basically, cruise a, for that end scene. So it's pretty cool. The French the guy, helicopter. the helicopter. Did he pitch they, that he wanted to actually fly a helicopter through a tunnel? He was probably actually on the fucking train. So Cruz approved the script for a showdown to take place on top of the moving train. The actor wanted to use France's high-speed train, like actually use the train, France's high-speed train for filming. Of course he did. Um, but the rail authorities objected. <laughs> Thus, the Palma visited railroads on two continents trying to find a suitable location elsewhere. Cruz decided to... Um, Dine with the TGV owners, and the following day, the crews were given permission to form on the high the high speed train line. So when they when the trains go, so he down, got dinner you know, with them, and then he all wanted of to actually hold on to the, the train while it was like zooming down. Yeah, the he's back. fucking nuts. Do so you think Tom Cruise drained those guys? He definitely drained those guys. <laughs> Uh, for the actual se- sequence, Cruz wanted the wind powerful enough that could blow him off the train. Cruz had- Tom Cruise wants to die. I think yes. he does. I think yeah. he wants to prove. He wants to meet. Why um, else would he do this? He wants he to wants meet Xehanort or whatever the he Scientology wants god. god is. He wants to touch God tonight? Yeah, let's just take all I suppose lines today. No, it's a puppy. <laughs> he, in, in this movie, he was a puppy. He's, he's literally insane. Yeah, he's just a nut job. Yeah. It was cool. That scene is cool. Yeah, it's probably cool. the coolest scene in the movie as far as like Absolutely. action goes. Absolutely. That's why three is better. Three, that scene happens on six different occasions where there's something very cool happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the movie is very I think it's very slow. It builds, there's the big act, there's the big climax, but the the films as they go on, they get they do get bigger and better. Like not the second one, but the third one. And I also feel like so far, I've seen three now. They get bigger and better, but they don't get. It's not like Fast and the Furious, where like mm-hmm. this stuff becomes Outlandish. inconceivable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a couple things in three, but nothing where it's like, oh, he would be dead or anything like that. Yeah, like the parachute stuff in three, like some of it's a little weird. But. So, thumbs up or thumbs down on Mission Impossible One? Thumbs middle. One up, one down. Yeah, it's like so it's, the gate. So nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, this movie. Yeah. Okay. Next, one, I would okay. say one up, one to the one to I the middle. I would say I enjoy it. Thumbs up. thumbs up. I give it a thumbs up too. Gotta say, all this is what's all for the stakes higher. Everything that just happened in this movie was all for just a list that cost ten million dollars. So they did all that. That's in the movie. They yeah, keep on saying he's doing this million. all for ten million. Which, like, you would say, like, oh man, that maybe that was just. Well, a lot c- more hold money. on. You do you have the internet? Yeah. Can you go to nineteen ninety six dollars to I today? Did this. I did this. I think I did this. But here's before. what I'm saying, right? That's what I was gonna say. Nineteen ninety six dollars. Like maybe that was a ton of money. How much did this movie cost to make? Fifteen million dollars. Fifty million dollars. Uh, the budget. Maybe John Voight was just trying to make a like an indie film. <laughs> I'm not used to going backwards in my notes. I can't. I can't do this. Uh, eighty million. Eighty million. So like, I'm saying, even if you, even With, if you're like doing this, 
No, like no. you're making the movie, you know what your budget is, and then you're talking about ten million in the movie, like it's a ton of money, and your movie costs more than that. Yeah, like just make it an obscure. Is that a zero? Is that an yeah. additional zero? Who cares? Zero? Who cares? It's, it's fake. None of that. Equivalent of nine, a little bit over ninety million dollars. So he sold his soul for. I would Hold on. Would you would drain you? some people for nineteen million? Of course, <laughs> I would sell my soul for nineteen million dollars. Fuck yeah! I There's a lot of money you could do. Kidding me? I'm retired. But do you think that John? You know how many podcasts I could produce? But <laughs> do you think John Boyd planned on investing that money? Like he would have so much more now. Uh, well, he did put his money into uh, Bitcoin back then. Uh, so maybe he might have like the whole knock list going after him now that they're all compromised. Did John Boyd so it was nineteen million dollars worth. I want to see that movie. Own. I want to see that movie. You said somebody. Did you say somebody didn't take a, a salary on this? They invested in the... Tom Cruise. Uh, Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. So how much did he end up making? Guy. So he took a percentage of, what is it, $450 million. So he, even if it was, it was 10%... 20, how much was he supposed to get paid? 20. So the budget of the film was $50 million and Tom Cruise was $20 million of that? Or $80 million? $80 million, was the budget. 80 million it would have been $20 million, but it's not. He took a percentage of the box office. To be so how much was the box office? Did he end up making... Four fifty, four hundred fifty million dollars So he, even if he just took 10%, He's, he, he's still he's, made out more. It's like the Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. thing for the first Avengers. He I'm made like still baffled by the fact that Tom Cruise was going to be. He wanted the movie that. What I'm saying is he was going to be one quote. fifth of the movie's budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's RDJ and uh, what was that Infinity War? We had some no the, the first Avengers. He made 150 million dollars. That's Avengers. crazy. All right. Well, and then they made a second. He could have never acted again <laughs> after that. <laughs> well, we can talk about scene. that, I guess. So since the movie was received so well. Mission Impossible 2 came out uh, four years later. I think Tom Cruise won a VMA for the first one. He probably did. Uh, it was released on May 24th. Did he sprint up to the stage? Full speed. He did. Released May 24th, 2000 on a $125 million budget. The film grossed $546.4 million. Uh, made $12.5 million opening Wednesday. At the time, the fourth highest of all time. Opening weekend was $57.8 million, beating Toy Story 2 for the third highest at the time. And it went on to gross $91.8 million over that same six-day holiday window, uh, coming up just short of Jurassic Pork, Jurassic Pork 2's. Dude, what are you we doing? We have barbecue. <laughs> yeah, barbecue. <laughs> barbecue. You're seriously talking about pork and, cr- and yeah. shitting today yeah. because you have barbecue for It's dinner? my peas. Um, it dethroned Austin Powers for the spy biggest spy film opening weekend, and it once again up. <laughs> I thought that was interesting enough to that include. So dumb. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it once again up the ante on the screens. Three things. <laughs> you know, the studios are like in board meetings, like. We gotta we gotta top the spy charts here. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta give us something. That damn Austin Powers. Yeah, we can't get. We, nobody can dethrone Austin Powers. Um, it was on thirty six hundred screens, a record held on until the first Harry Potter was released, and it finished with five hundred forty six point four million dollars, the highest of two thousand. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes fifty six percent critical, forty two percent audience. Uh, lowest of the franchise for both. Thandie Newton, Anthony Hopkins, and Brandon Gleason are the notable names to join the cast, with Nick uh, returning. Thandie Newton was nominated for Worst Actress. And Limb Biscuit's song, Take a Look Around, was nominated for Stinker Award for Worst <laughs> Song. Uh, just, just, just so we can get this out of the way, my first note for this, the opening scene of this movie is fucking trash. I, I was always about the same too. rock climbing no, with it's cool the, sunglasses it's, No, it's shit. the airplane one where the guy has the mask, and I said, oh, fuck this movie. That, that yeah. sucks, and so does Tom Cruise And then the Tom Cruise. But when Tom Cruise is on the rock... 
doing his Lincoln hand. Park, or Lincoln Park, uh, Limp, Limp Bizkit, Bizkit. take a look around place. My note, finally, a movie with some Limp Bizkit. <laughs> I've been being Fred Durst on this podcast yeah. for I, how many years. I made a note in the second movie that the third movie answered. I said, putting on a fake mask doesn't change your voice. Yeah. And then they explained yep. it. They must have read my note. Yeah. They did. So in we'll get into that. they read your note. <laughs> well, they, Tom Cruise, they went back and retconned it. Tom Cruise is a time machine and loves his podcast. <laughs> uh, the score was composed by Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer, most famous person on the planet. Yep. That one I agree with. I will never say Tom Cruise <laughs> for this, by the way. That rock climbing seed, everything about it. That, he doing the rock climbing. Why is this even happening? Then you got Anthony Hopkins, never turn out a paycheck. And then they're giving him sunglasses to tell him the mission. They exploding in slow motion. Yep. So, uh, fun fact about this: Ian McKellen turned down the role that uh, Anthony Hopkins played. Smart decision for for X Men. <laughs> yes. That the main villain yeah. turned down Wolverine for to yep. do this. You know, and then, so your, the rumor. Your definition of fun fact versus my definition <laughs> of fun fact are two different things. <laughs> no fun fact, and this guy kind of. Derailed his career hey, by trying, picking the wrong. Trying to do my, <laughs> trying to do, do my fucking job over here, man. Trying to give us something. Uh, rumors that De Palma and Cruz, De Palma, Brian De Palma directed the first one, did not get along. Were raised after Brian De Palma refused to do press for the first movie. So John Woo, who did Face Off, was brought in to direct this one. He's Brian De Palma. So speaking of the opening scene, the studio that expressed wasn't the line there, Nick. <laughs> the studio expressed concerns about the filming of uh, Tom Cruise's entrance scene, which he's on the the solo. Uh, he's free solo climbing at the Dead Horse Point State Park in Moab, Utah. Cruise refused to drop the idea because he could not think of a better way to reintroduce the character. Uh, there was no safety net as he filmed the sequence, but he did have a harness with a thin wire, and he tore his shoulder when performing the jump from one part of the cliff to the other. So you watch the first movie, and you go, how do you bring this character back? <laughs> I know. Free rock climbing. Well, when I was watching the first movie in my head, I was like, this guy's a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> how would he look yeah. rock climbing? Tom like, Cruise was sitting around thinking, what's the absolute coolest thing yeah. you can do in the whole world? <laughs> Well, you could the coolest thing Rock you could do. Rock climbing shirtless with cool sunglasses. The coolest thing you could do is that Thandie Newton. Uh, so Thandie Newton discussed her unpleasant onset experience with Cruz during Heavy the shooting. Heavy on the disgust. Oh, oh God. shooting in the balcony scene in the 2020 interview. According to Newton, Cruz was heavily stressed over the expectations of the sequel being good. Plot, spoiler alert, they it were wasn't. not. <laughs> it wasn't good. And was he upset. He was rightfully stressed. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, As he's filming, he's like, God, this fucking sucks. Um, Probably should have been more stressed. He like said, Tim Robinson. I didn't know it was going to fucking suck. <laughs> so he said he was upset during the shooting and said the scene where they're on the balcony, like when they first meet, she had, in quotes, the shittiest lines. The two decided to reverse role play each other as practice. However, it was unhelpful for her and pushed her into a place of terror and insecurity. After the shooting was finished for the day, she contacted uh, Jonathan Dean, telling him what had happened. Looking back on the day, Newton said about Cruz, bless him, and I really do mean bless him, because he was trying his damnedest. Does Newton have PTSD from this movie? She might. I mean, most people do work with Tom Cruise. Uh, So what happens in Mission Impossible 2? Ethan Hunt returns to lead his IMF team on a mission to capture a deadly virus uh, developed by German bioscientist (laughs) Dr. Vladimir Nikorvich. On orders from Biosite Pharmaceuticals. Before it was released on the world by IMF agents turned terrorists led by Dean Ambrose. I mean, uh, Sean Ambrose. 
Ambrose and his gang of international terrorists have already managed to steal the cure and will swap an exchange for total control of Biosite and the millions of profits it will generate from the cure. On orders of the IMF director Swanbeck, Ethan must recruit Naya Nordoff Hall, Ambrose's ex-girlfriend, Thandie Newton, to help uh, recover the virus and, and the cure. Will Ethan make this impossible mission possible? Basically, they have this virus they want to unleash on the world. They're terrorists, former IMF agent, and basically Ethan Hunt's got to use his girlfriend, his, his, the villain's ex-girlfriend, to help get it back and find a cure in time to save everything. That's basically the plot of the movie. And like we said, it starts off with the rock climbing sequence, which is dumb. I hate this movie. I genuinely hate... Out of all the rewatches we've done, this is the worst movie I've watched. Worse than Temple of Doom? Yeah. Worse than Temple yeah. of Doom. You know how Bob said the beginning of the first one felt like a spoof? I thought this one felt like a spoof of the first movie. Te- Temple of Doom, you could at least argue, was from the 80s. Yeah, <laughs> this was like yeah. this movie. Yeah. Well, is really, have excuse. No, this can, movie is the year two thousand. You can <laughs> argue that Spielberg was going through some shit during <laughs> Temple of Doom. This, I don't know what the fuck was happening. <laughs> and this movie. So again, Audrey and I watched these. She didn't finish this one and still hasn't finished. She's never watched this one <laughs> because she was like, "This is awful. I'm leaving." I don't blame her. And if three was bad, I never would have watched four, five, and six because this movie stunk that fucking bad. <laughs> So it starts off with the, the IMF agent who has, as Shane said, a question in his notes was he's wearing a fake Tom Cruise fake mask. they all have fake the thing mask. on their throat. So now the thing on the throat is what... But that's explained in three. How that works doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, we'll get to... That's yeah, they, they make a good you wait scene like in that five movie years before they explain it. Yeah, I where hate. there's actually a good script and a director. I don't do know that, that three has a good script. Uh, <laughs> a better script, I would say. Yeah, so... The, yeah, the first two have bad scripts. Three has lines oh, that, are, yeah. that are, they seem like they were written by like Snapchat AI. Yeah. Like it's like, say something for when I'm Watch done out. climbing a wall. Watch out, writer so, strike. You can do scripts. <laughs> this movie could be written by AI. So uh, before we get into it, Shane, you mentioned you liked it. What did you like about it? No, I didn't say I liked it. I said it kept my attention better than the first. Okay. Because the first drags on, especially that scene where he's, coming through the fucking this, ceiling i was this bored. one has more action there's just more going on okay. i don't like this movie it just kept my attention <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't get it wrong don't get it don't twisted. put that out there i fucking hate this movie. it kept my attention better okay it's still a stinker yeah but shit was actually happening the whole movie where it i kept could like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, I pay attention. around people putting sunglasses <laughs> on and off yeah nick what do you think it was so bad it i was enjoying it just <laughs> laughing at it that i couldn't believe it just kept on getting worse uh. This is one of those ones where I kept looking to see how much time was left. Yes. Uh, so that's how I feel. This was the movie where I realized that they were going to keep doing that fucking face reveal thing. Yep. And I laughed. Well, which, I put, I said, which I put, never gets old. <laughs> I love the movie. I, I put on mine because in this movie they might do it six different times. Yeah. And I looked up because I was like, what did John Woo, what else did he direct? Like, I know that name. And then it's face off. Yeah. So I'm like, oh. That makes a lot of sense. You know, with the faces, though, the only thing I do always find weird is that I know they're trying to hide the fact how short Tom Cruise is in the movies. Oh, yeah. But that, how does no one know, especially his girlfriend? So that's a great. That he's not, that's somehow five inches taller now. That's a a really, that's a really great point. That even if you, even if you have the same voice and the same look with the face mask, the height. 
Tom Cruise is a small dude. He's like five foot four. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I guess platform shoes. <laughs> Bob, we're like the same height. I'm five six. I'm just saying. Uh, five, I like when he's paired up with like on the taller side actresses, yeah. and they still make them like the same height. You're right. not that fucking tall. So, just to make things easier, what did we like about this movie? Um, the face reveals. The face reveals, yeah. I thought, were cool. <laughs> so I thought it worked. Stupid. It's so stupid. Uh, that might be it. Yeah. Thandie uh, Newton. Yes, I do yes. like Thandie Newton a lot. I don't love her. No, but she's attractive. I like her. I did say. Westworld kind of like made me not like mm-hmm. her as much because I feel like. That's I, all I knew her from. But I'm just saying like Westworld, like I, I soured on Westworld because I just felt dumb when I watched it. Yeah. So then I think about? I like. This just started to dislike her because I that she's in it. And after so, like, after I have, season like, PTSD. season one of Westworld, it was all right, and then season two, they're like, let's confuse the shit out of and everybody. They, and then yeah, I don't even think I watched season three. This movie does have one of my favorite yeah. movie quotes of all time. It's Ving Rhames. We just rolled up a snowball and tossed it into hell. Now we'll see what chance it has. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. So Ving that's Rames. what you—that's what you liked about this movie. You it's like so, Nick? So dumb. <laughs> Ving Rhames. This is—it's my first note for Mission Impossible Three because it was as soon as he like came into the third one. My note is Ving Rhames is the best part of these films, and it isn't close. <laughs> yeah, I actually, There's I do the really reason like why him. he's the one team member yeah. who just keeps on getting picked well, up then again I, for then after I finished three today, I went and looked, and Ving Rhames doesn't come back for a while, and I'm a little upset about yeah. it. No, isn't he, he doesn't come back to what five? Ving, I don't know. Ving Rhames is he's my... not in four. He's in one of the ones that doesn't have a number on it, so then I didn't know which one. When there's that a certain was. level Fallout, of action, they have to get. He's Vin definitely Rames in Fallout. I know he's in Fallout. another one. I just don't know which one. Ving Rhames is my favorite part until three when they bring in Simon Pegg because I love Simon, Simon Pegg. Pegg. Simon Pegg was barely. Well, we'll I know. Three. Oh, we got we got to keep on two. We got to stay on two. But people as two, as often people. as as every all of us kept looking at the the run start time, we have to power through. People want to hear about is two. The, <laughs> is the Australian the helicopter yeah. pilot like right away? I went. You're never like gonna matter in these movies yeah. ever again. And by the people, I mean well, my, that's my the, brother, that's the, the French the pilot. Yeah, he's the, the new Italian, French guy. Australian pilot. Yeah. Shout out to Brian. I, say, I, mean, Bob. My, I mean, my brother Brian. Brother Bob. Uh, no, like Aldridge. Oh, well, oh, what do we oh. call him, Brian? Oh, we give, we I say his last name. I just didn't know if we he had Brian, him. brother-in-law of our yeah, Mark. He might not. He might. He might not listen to this because he hasn't seen the movies. But yeah. if you're here, thank like, you. We love yeah, you. He's here. Our six here. listeners <laughs> want to know about two. Is what I'm getting. At. Yeah. Bob's brother listened to all the games. Hey, of apparently, Hey, apparently, our audience size is a hundred according to the data. So. That's me listening 99 times. It so. surprised me. We haven't same put an episode as, out since same March. Same size as John Voight's dick. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, ooga, ooga, ooga. It's the most famous dick in the world. All right. So, again, like I said, Thandie Newton. But, however, they don't do her any any justice because they really put the woman or bad driver stereotype to use, like, immediately because she's just, like, crashing cars oh, and yeah. shit like that. Um, Anthony Hopkins, I thought, was good. Um, Sean Ambrose, the character, is, like, a super creep. Like basically, yeah. is like yeah, like he basically has Stanley Newton like trapped, like like he's keeping her, holding her hostage. It seems like okay. I'm reading my notes and I forgot how fucking ridiculous this movie was. <laughs> so I really do like Nick said. This is 2000. These movies are very much products of their time. Yeah, they don't age. Well. No, yeah. they don't until I think three. Three, yeah, three I think well. was fine. Yeah. Uh, so uh, again, what did we like about this movie? Because we, I, I can go through some of these parts because. There is some nonsense that I forgot. Say what you want to talk. There's one scene and one scene alone that I already pulled up to show you guys. Okay. And that, but it's at the end, so we'll do that. Okay, at the towards end the end. end. Okay. And then the only other thing is my only other note 
is that that motorcycle chase scene, which I think was supposed to be like the big action sequence. It looks I, like it's filmed in subur- I, suburbs. I completely spaced out. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, I, I was, was not going, interested yeah, same at thing. all. Yeah. I was like, I, it's it's done. Like this I movie's completely, over. completely yeah. tuned out, and then they're like throwing the motorcycles at each other. I was like, what the fuck did I just miss? So I watched this movie. And I only like pick up my phone when I'm talking about it's how. Not like, even like I was like on social media or on my phone. I was just staring at the screen and just like spaced uh, out thinking yeah. about something it's because it's not a good movie yeah, i i downloaded this put it on my tablet watch it on a train watch it at the gym like i was doing everything in my power to use my time and watch this film at the same time <laughs> i watched this uh i had like a slow day at work i put it on yeah uh, rp did say when when we decided to do this to watch too <laughs> while you were doing something yes. else. yeah he did <laughs> i did because it's not it's not worth the two You're hours undivided yeah attention. it's not uh my biggest problem with this movie is there's too much slow motion there is a That's ton. So much unnecessary. Stuff. So much. Like a, a a Snyder movie. They were just doing normal things and they would put it in slow motion. Yeah, he like brushed his teeth and it's like. <laughs> yeah, but that scene was cool. That was, you know what it was. Yeah, was cool. he wearing cool sunglasses? I forget. And his stupid long fucking hair. Was he, was he hanging from a rock? <laughs> and he was is, is, is he rock growing his hair I'd from always, Last Samurai? Or is that like post Last Samurai? Hair? I had always wondered if Tom Cruise did little circles or just <laughs> went back and forth. So, uh, it was good to know. Um, he just, he just, just good to get an answer. What do Scientologists do? Do they brush their teeth at all? Um, no, the alien. Well, if you guys didn't notice, does his, it for him. his lips here, his teeth are to the left. If you ever look at Tom Cruise, I'm not going to be able to not see that now. At all. Yeah, Google I a picture of Tom his Cruise. His, like his not center. God damn it. Cause he had got him. I, they said they like Tom Cruise the ears, for the record. Very handsome man. God right? damn it. Why did you have to do that? Yeah, I'm not going to be able to see this. I saw that picture. Can you post this picture? I will. So it's a picture of Tom Cruise smiling. It's like the Harrison Ford picture where there's like two sides. Like he's he's just smiling. God damn it. His his right. His palate. What's what's that that tooth in the middle? The front front two. What are they called? Like just your your front teeth. His front two front teeth. His right one is directly under the center of his nose. Yep. Yep. Why did you have to do that to me? You're welcome. <laughs> but did you ever see his teeth before he got them fixed? Yeah, I just looked it up. Oh, he got his teeth 1981, fixed? they're... Holy shit, up. he looks like Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> My sister? No, the singer. <laughs> the country. She looks like she got punched in the mouth. So this movie would have been probably about an hour and a half without the slow motion. What, would it make it two and a half hours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the Snyder Cut? Um, there's a slow-mo scarf grab. That Dandy Newton just puts back on her. It's just, it's so dumb. It, there's no point to it. Uh, the one thing that pisses me off about any movie with hacking at all is when they're hacking, they're just slamming the fucking keys on. <laughs> like, I, like, I hate that. And, like, those are sometimes they'll show, like, like, like uh, Felicity on Arrow used to do it all the time. Yeah. Like, it's just like, let me, <clears throat> like, <laughs> I just oh. spelled the, and oh no, this is an unbreakable wall. I, no. I just broke in. <laughs> there they go. I, I, they go. <laughs> That's uh, unbreakable. And I'm in. Yeah. No, 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 it's like, yeah, wait, wait, it, it, it's unbreakable. Give me a minute. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's always, they give a time. Yeah. I'm going to need two minutes you, on this. You know no, what, no, no, no. I feel like these Or movies... like the third one, they say, they're like, she's like, I need two minutes. So what's that mean? I get one? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, you got them. You got them, yeah. Oh, I'm going to need 24 hours to break into this. You have two. Uh, yeah, I, oh, my God, this is, this is unbreakable <laughs> for a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> I always whenever I no no, like, no keep them going. Whenever, keep I'm going, going to, whenever I think of hacking, I always think of like I think it's the Italian job where it's Seth. Is that Seth Green in the yeah. Italian job? And he's just like controlling streetlights. He's like, all right, oh uh, that's that street. Will we green? 
Yeah. <laughs> Taps the keyboard. I just like hard. hate it. Like, because if you look at it's like writing code, you actually have to like pay attention to like what you're writing. That was big during COVID, uh, like teaching wise, because we'd have meetings on Zoom and like people would like type on the screen. And in my head, I was always like, what the fuck did that keyboard do to you? Like, you can hear through the Zoom how hard they were typing. And I was like, why are you doing that? Like, it's why a, it's you a firewall. They're trying to break Why in. are you attacking your keyboard? It was more so people who had, like, nails. It's just, like, loud on the keyboard. <laughs> and so the, the speaker on the computer picks it all up. So when you're watching, like, a Zoom, all you hear is them typing. Like, this is a lot. <laughs> so that was one note. Um, so this was this was the part that I when I looked at my notes and I was like, forgot how fucking dumb this movie was. Cool horse racing. Scene. So it's kind of in line with that. So they're doing their bids for the virus and they just show a picture of the amount of money they're going to bid. He like hands them and I'm like, why not just write down your bid? Like it's a literally a printed picture, <laughs> square, like you know, like a square, like you put it on a word document of like forty five million dollars. So, and it's just a picture of money. It's so dumb. It's like wait, he bid almost five times. Whatever, like whatever <laughs> the number four was. Four and a half times with John Voight. Oh uh, yeah, make. yeah, yeah. But it's just, it's just, it's a folded up piece of paper and just a picture of money. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> One problem I had with that scene when Thandie the entire Newton, movie, like when Thandy Newton like pockets the thing from his well, she's a, pocket. She's a bad girl. Oh, she's, she's the worst world class thief ever. Did she replace that with an? another like drive in his pocket no because no, he, he realizes it it. if you she put he says that's, that's what i'm in saying. my left po- it's in his yeah, left he breast put it in, pocket she put it they, she, she put took it, it out you think you're just gonna take that out and he's not gonna notice you didn't like he sp- felt like her indiana t- you didn't indiana jones switch he, it he's, he's trying to fuck her so bad yeah he felt her titties on her like it's fine no he for real she put it in the wrong one it's like she's a bad thief she's a bad girl or did he know she was gonna switch it and he he told her i don't think he knew no because he did cut his no, right hand man. No, he uh, he did. Off, no, he tip off with he a did know because after that's when he puts the yeah. Ethan Hunt mask on. Yeah, yeah no, he I no, took, he didn't know he was trusting her. That's why he gets mad at his <laughs> assistant and cuts the tip of his finger off with a cigar yeah, cutter. He, cool. yeah, he yeah, trusts yeah. her then, and then she does it, and then that's why he that's puts right, the mask he, on. That's right, because he quite... Oh, so they, she's they, just a shitty thief. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, he yeah. was just bad and kind of... Was but like, did anybody else pop when it was Brennan Gleeson with Mad-Eye Moody? Oh, yeah. I did notice that, yeah. Yeah, he's a big-time actor. Um, most famous person in the world. Most famous person in the world, yeah. <laughs> His movies keep getting bigger and bigger. The, Wait the, Simon Pegg shows up, I can tell you what he is. <laughs> I do think that, and I said Thandie Newton's a bad girl because there's a scene where somebody literally calls her bad yeah. girl. It's in quotes. What I did think was cool, the the aspect of Ethan ended. Hunt. Yeah, well, <laughs> not even Got that. Got to it first. The <laughs> Ethan Hunt, like, battling his equal. Someone that was actually yeah, kind of equal that was to him. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, but, like... And the, 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 the guy the, who played Sean Ambrose? Yeah, he was boring. He sucked. Yeah. He was just like, he looked like yeah, thank, Chad. Thank God and he so, was not Wolverine. I, yeah, I know. That's right. He, he he turned down Wolverine for this a role, A lot right? of people turned down. I like, know everybody like, wants us to talk about two, but when we do eventually get to three, what an upgrade of a villain. Yeah, absolutely. Three. I'm not even going to say who it is yet. I'm going to make people wait. Or look it up on IMDb. But anyway, yeah, the, the aspect of him dealing with his equal I thought was pretty cool. I thought, like, that's a good villain. Um, and then the rest of this shit, I'm just like, this is dumb. Like, it's... that the pigeons were so crucial to the end of the film. I and, remember the pigeons. And they did. Doves. <laughs> no, it was pigeons. Oh, when oh, they're in the fucking, when like, in the cave. Yeah. bunker thing. So yeah. they do do a cool thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
doo doo. Poop crap. Poop shit. Doo doo. Pooping and shitting. Um, and then what was the crapping? Recrap. 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 I mean, my recaps have been crappy anyway, so it is what it is. Uh, they do I, an action that they partake in is tricking Brendan Gleeson's character into visiting um, a face face off version of the scientist who created the virus who's dead. Guys, I'm lost here. I, I'm, I don't know. Right? Let's just let's, right. let's do it again. Do it again. Give me thirty seconds. All, <laughs> All right. right. Hold, right. On, hold on. Hold on. Let me one, get to the timer. One major plot point that I hated in this movie the only way to get this deadly 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 virus out of one country to another is to inject it into yourself mm-hmm. and also have the anti-serum and then get it out of your blood and then give yourself the anti-serum yep what the fuck what if there's like a, a delay in the airport on a plane you, you know that's die? something that's there's definitely some, not going to travel scientists. i forgot that part what of the, the movie fuck <laughs> I forgot that part of the movie. So stupid. That's why this movie sucks. And then Ethan Hunt's girlfriend is like, but it will, no, don't shoot him. Look, I'll inject myself with the deadly but it's just, virus. It's just now sh- you need me. It's just to show so stupid. that Ethan can do anything. So dumb. That he puts his heart to. Tom Cruise yeah. wants to be James Bond so bad. He, d- he does. Yeah, but um, James Bond never climbed a rock. There and <laughs> that's, that's cool sunglasses. James Bond while, doesn't wear it. While Limp Biscuit was playing. Limp Biscuit never did a Bond song. James Bond didn't wear cool sunglasses, I'm pretty sure. James until... Bond does shit to Adele. Yeah. <laughs> Be corny. Limp Biscuit, awesome. Yeah. Uh, even though it was worth the stinker. So much the, more chill. The stinker of the year. Limp One... Biscuit, most famous guy in the world. Fred Durst, most famous guy in the world. <laughs> One thing that does work is when they break into the facility mm. in China. Though it takes him forever to like get the, to destroy the serums, the way that they break into the vault with him skydiving down like the the fucking like fan shoot or so whatever. This one's like this one's better than the first as far as like there's more action. Yeah, yeah. but as the, we go. the plot, but the, is the plot sucks. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. And I'm like, slow, where are we at on the movie? And I did like race? I did like that they were like, okay, <laughs> this is his thing now. Like yeah, everyone like in the agency yeah. just goes. Oh, you know he's gonna climb through the roof. I will say the the hardest way possible. I will say at the same time this movie came out, it's not that impressive because I saw the Grinch do it into a chimney. (laughs) (laughs) He pitches that idea. They both have insane amount of upper body strength. Okay, (laughs) he pitches that idea, and Ving Rhames is like, "That's impossible. Nobody could do that." And he just like gets a marker and goes to a dry erase board, and he's like. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he is. Wait, he's he's gonna try race board in two, too. He does yeah. it on the window. That's where he's gonna, he's gonna base jump into the building. I don't remember what. Like, They're all the just looking at him like here he goes board. again. In three, he does the window where he just traces the buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's great. really good work there, dude. It was oh. a dry erase board, but he was using a permanent. Well, marker the bad guy showed how easy it is just Day. to walk past a security guard and just up to the top. Of you the... can do whatever the fuck you want, man. He's just like, I gotta go. All right, thirty seconds. Hold on, before that, I have. Two more problems. You wanted it. I do want it. <laughs> so the 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 end the end of the film it ends up being a motorcycle chase. There's two things that are weird as shit. There's one where Ethan's motorcycle or he shoots yeah, Ethan's motorcycle's gas tank gets shot. Instead of blowing up, it just leaks gasoline. If it was reverse, that motorcycle would have blew the fuck up if it was a villain. Yeah, if it was a bad guy. <laughs> It was like in 21 Jump Street where they keep shooting stuff. That yeah. they think gonna be like, Whoa, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the final showdown between Big Bad and Ethan, they charge their motorcycles at each other like they're jousting. Yeah. Motorcycle joust. Yes. I'm it like, that's some Fast now. and Furious bullshit. Motorcycle, motorcycle chase scenes or motorcycle anything are not cool. 
because you have to slow down so much on the turns that like it doesn't seem impressive. You know what's even so, worse? Even worse that Mandalorian or uh, Book of Boba Fett showed us is speeder. Games. Yeah, you might as well just be right, like chasing each other on bicycles. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Uh, and then put him on a she, unicycle. Let me see what his balance. Is as like. Shane mentioned, she the Dandy Newton shoots herself with the virus. No, it wasn't her. It was his wife. Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. The the right wasn't no his the wife? doctor. Yeah. No, it's the doctor. Is it the, Newton. Is is it the third Newton. movie where he's got a wife? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the the doctor does the scientist does it gets in the airplane. Yeah, that wouldn't have spread, I guess. Yeah, I guess um, not. And then she does it to uh, just piss them off. So, so yeah. they show it again. It's, it's in your blood, but it's not airborne somehow? Yeah, I think they want it in her blood to be able to maybe synthesize it after they she gets the end of it. Out of but if blood. it's in his blood, can he pass it to other people Like if he sneezes or something? I don't understand how Shane, this fucking I, I, virus works. Shane, I don't know. I'm not. You're asking. Re- you're asking reasonable questions. But I don't. No, I'm asking, you're, also, you're not asking reasonable questions because <laughs> nobody at this table is a fucking, like... Top doctor in Australia or wherever the fuck that Russian guy was was doing this. They created a virus, Shane. Do you think any of us know how to create a virus? I'm just asking questions that the writers should have asked. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Let me ask you guys a question that has nothing to do with anything Mission Impossible related. Um, but they, re-show, they show her at the end. <laughs> okay, quick sh- genetics question. They show her at the end shooting herself again like you forgot it happened. Because my note is it literally just happened. Ago, yeah. We all know why she's about to die. It would have only been 15 minutes ago. All right, so do 25 all right, slow We got to get through we got to get through these movies. Give me the timer and I will wrap up the end of the movie. We're done. No, no timer. No, come no, on, no, give no, me the timer. Fucking cares. You give me ten, the timer. You got 10 seconds this time. Okay, ready? <laughs> when, when you I, start when talking, I start talking. I'm going. All right, ready? They have a buyer, they meet up, Ethan stops it, injects himself, Danny Newton does it, they save the day. Bad guy dies. Did it in five. There All right, go. there you go. Yeah, it's not worth it this time around. No, Let's it's not. Let's go to three. Guys, I'm sorry we're not doing our great job at this, but... No, it's, we're doing a fantastic job. Our conversation right now is a billion times more interesting than the actual movie itself, because <laughs> the movie stinks. The movie, the movie is really bad. Hey, everyone. Just so we're all clear, it's RP here interjecting. Um, I wanted to just better recap the ending of Mission Impossible 2. So basically, the bad guy meets up with Brendan Gleeson, who's the head of the pharmaceutical company. Um, he says, we're going to give you the cure for the virus. Um, and then you're going to sign over your company, like $30 million plus stock options. So that way, with the bad guys are going to release the virus and then they'll profit off the cure. Um, which there's one of the virus vials left. Thandy Newton shoots her with it, self with it. Um, so then obviously now it's a chase down for the cure and it leads to Ethan versus the bad guy in a ton of slow-mo on a beach. And it's like one single vial and Ethan ends up getting it, throwing it to Luther and then Luther, uh, helps and t- Luther's Ving Rhames takes it to the city. So it gets mass produced or, and uh, Thandy Newton saved, and then it ends with them in a park with Bob mentioned about the the fire, the guy throwing fire. But that wraps up Mission Impossible 2. We kind of just brushed through it really quick. Um, but before, like, Tom Cruise and the bad guy are having their final showdown, there's, like, a face mask reveal where Tom Cruise is actually um, the bad guy's sidekick in a face mask, and the... Uh, 
bad guy sidekick is has a broken jaw but is has a face mask on his Tom Cruise and they end up killing him. So that's like a cool twist that happens. Um, but yeah, it's basically the end of Mission Impossible 2. Now back to Mission Impossible 3. Thumbs down from me. Nick? Thumbs down. If I saw this when it came out the first time, I said, I do not need to see another one of these yep. movies. Bob? I'm trying to think of something mean to say. It just was bad. I don't know. I don't and know. Shane? If this movie was a snowball and it was in hell, it wouldn't stand <laughs> It would have a thumbs it down. It would have I a think. thumbs down. All right. So I had said to the guys, you just got to power through Mission Impossible 2 to get to Mission Impossible 3. I said, 3 is basically a soft reboot. It helps. It's a better film. Here's the summary of, the, of Mission Impossible 3. Super spy. I know that's what I'm saying. Super spy Ethan Hunt is retired from active. The one that keeps like going on with them. We could have been done two in five minutes. I know. The movie stinks. This is what's, oh no, we're not done two. Fuck! I got to show you guys this this clip. All right. The well, end of the movie. All right. It's one quick like video that I need to show you guys. The end of Mission Impossible Two. This was the last note that I had. Right. This is the final scene. I'm showing them this scene right now. His hair is wild. His man. hair stinks. They cut to them walking through a park, right, at the end, like in Sydney, Australia. And there's just a guy. There's two guys just juggling fire in the park with a bunch of, like, kids around. (laughs) There's just just two guys in the middle of the park. Yeah, but it's not like they're doing a show. They're just in the middle of a bunch of people juggling fire. So the reason I say that 3 is a soft reboot, because anything that came before it, they do not mention at all. And I feel like they do start to do that in like four. Like the characters keep appearing. You said Vim Rain, or no, he was in this one. Uh, but he dates Dandy Newton at the end. They're not together. Uh, so, all right. We're going to skip ahead to Mission Impossible 3. Uh, super spy Ethan Hunt is retired from active duty to train new IMF agents. But he's called back into action to confront the toughest villain he's ever faced, Owen Davian, played by Philip Seymour Hoffman, as an international weapons and inf- information provider with no remorse and no conscience. Hunt assembles his team, his old friends Luther Strickwell, transportation expert Declan, and background operative Zen. They are to rescue one of his very own trainees, Lindsay, who was played by the toit Curry Russell, who was kidnapped while on a surveillance detail uh, of Davian. It soon becomes evident that Davian is well-protected, well-connected, and downright malicious. This forces Hunt to extend his journey back into the into the field in order to rescue his fiancée, Julia, and uncover IMF double agents in the process. The film was released May 5th, 2006, six years after the last one. On a budget of $165 million, it grossed $398.5 million, lowest of the franchise. It was the 12th highest grossing movie of 2006. Rotten Tomatoes, critical score 71, audience 69. Nice. nice. Uh, new cast members are Kerry Russell, my boy Billy Cudrup, Lawrence Fishburne, Simon Pegg, and Philip Seymour Hoffman. And it's scored by the local legend Michael Giacchino. I think I texted you during this movie. What a cast. It's a great cast. Holy shit. It's a great cast. If Philip Seymour Hoffman was alive, probably the most famous guy in the world. Probably. Yeah, he got it. Yeah. But at the time when filming began development <clears throat> in 2002, he definitely was. But well, David David Fincher was attached to direct, uh, and this was supposed to release in 2004. This one? I think you said it, but I missed it. I haven't said it oh, yet. Okay. Uh, however, Fincher dropped out over creative differences. Uh, then somebody else replaced him, and they began working on the project. That this director, Joe Carnahan, who did uh, the A Team and Smoking Aces, worked on the film the for new about the A Team. He did. Yeah. Uh, that, that tracks. Okay. He developed this film for 15 months, uh, and then eventually left. The film he was developing, though, had Kenneth Branagh as the villain and Carrie Ann Moss. Still would have been good. Still would have been good. Carrie Ann Moss, who played um, 
Naomi in the Matrix. Uh, she would have been in it, and Scarlett Johansson also would have been uh, in the film as well. Which uh, and Ricky Gervais was cast as Simon, Simon Pegg's Pegg's character, Benji, Benji, Benjamin Dunn, hmm. but had to leave due to delays for his film for your consideration, and then he was replaced by Pegg. That director at the time, Carnahan, really typecast in that role. He, Carnahan, he was replaced um, and pegged <laughs> by John Voight. Exit the. was kind of well. He exited the project in July 2004 over issues with the tone of the film. So Cruz <clears throat> then hired uh, a favorite among ours, J.J. Abrams, to direct the film. After Cruz binged two seasons of Alias, uh, <laughs> due to obligations with Alias and Lost, Abrams couldn't begin working on the film and had delayed the movie to 2006. Uh, Cruz took a major pay cut to get this made, and filming began in. July 12, 2005, until October. Filming took place in China, Italy, Vatican City, Germany, and the U.S. Now, a big thing of our Jurassic Park franchises, we talk a lot about the marketing of the film. So, to promote the film, Paramount rigged 4,500 4, randomly selected L.A. Times vending boxes. So, those boxes where you How put the quarters pull in, pull the- get oh, the magazine, okay. with digital audio players inside of them, which would play the theme song when the door was open. The audio players did not always stay concealed, though. So in many cases, they came loose and fell on top of a stack of newspapers in plain sight, with the result that they were widely mistaken for bombs. (laughs) 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 So police bomb squads were detonating like a bunch of these vending boxes. So they even temporarily... All in L.A., too? Yeah, so they... Well, they they even temporarily shut down a veterans hospital in response to this apparent threat. So all those vending boxes self-destructed in five seconds? Yeah, they said 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 despite these problems, Paramount and the L.A. Times opted to leave the audio players in the boxes until two days before the movie's open. Before the movie opened. Fuck fuck the bomb squads. This is a a good bit. We stand by it. We can't. We got. We got to stay by Wait, the bending box. What year did this movie come out? Two thousand six. So after nine eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine it was like two thousand and two. All right. So the big one, Nick, is me and Nick have mentioned this that there is a South Park fiasco with this film. So rumors were reported on the uh, like major celebrity uh, like business and news channels like TMZ and shit like that that Cruz threatened to not promote Mission Impossible three. If Viacom, who owns Comedy Central, didn't pull the rerun of an episode of South Park called Trapped in the Closet, which is the one where they make fun of Scientology and Tom Cruise. So South Park fans then reiterated that they would threaten to they threatened to boycott Mission Impossible 3 if the episode wasn't scheduled to rerun. So Cruise claims that he had nothing to do with this, but the rerun happened to be pulled and replaced with another episode of the show that laid that was like featured chef who this was right after Isaac Hayes passed, who was also a Scientologist. Uh, but South Park creators didn't believe that. And they released a satirical statement that they were servants to the dark Lord Zenu, uh, which then I wrote, I guess he's a Scientology bad guy. I just read up on Scientology. People actually believe this shit. It's whack. It's like a knockoff <laughs> Star Trek. Um, he's like the God, isn't he? He's not the bad Zenu guy. Is I the don't guy? know. Or maybe on. he is let the bad guy or something. X-E-E-N-U. Hold on. Let me see what I can figure out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Bob, you have two minutes yeah. to get us the answer. All right. I am, so I really have right. one. <laughs> I've hacked the Scientology data main, mainframe. All right. <laughs> I think I understand it now. So unlike the first two films where we took some time to go over some of the plot, I'm going to quick do the plot of the film, as I already did in the summary. That basically, uh, 
Ethan's out of the IMF field, but he's an agent uh, in their, their training facilities. And he's out of the field. He's got a fiance and everything like that. So he's doing great. Um, and even we get a Snap Wexley in this, which is a J.J. Abrams friend who was the character Snap Wexley oh, in yeah. Star Wars. He was in this. Who who was he? I he was just a guy at their. He was just a guy at the party. He was at the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him and forgot that he was J.J. Abrams. So I had a lot of good things to say about this this film. I liked this movie quite a bit. Uh, right. I thought that. Hold on, hold on a second. I gotta give you guys a rundown on Xenu real fast. <laughs> it's like Star Trek, right? Take us to church. So, this episode yeah. is gonna get pulled. Yeah. So uh, come Z- come for us. Xenu is a figure in the Church of Scientology's secret advanced technology, a sacred and esoteric teaching. According to the technology, Xenu. Also, whoever wrote this on Wikipedia, which is what I'm reading, uh, the commas go inside the quotation marks. So stop. Uh, it's bothering me. They're putting them outside. <laughs> According to the technology, Xenu was the extraterrestrial ruler. Hold on. Nick has been drinking free beer all night and was just handed it <laughs> no, a beer. No, and he I was like, what the, the fuck? Can. It's a Budweiser. <laughs> I wanted to see the can. I'm drinking Budweiser because they had the Phillies logo and I'm and the, the sky. And I was admiring the can. Yeah, the this- actual skyliner. It looks, yeah. it looks like yeah, I can see the like building I work in. It is a really cool can. It's oh, awesome okay. Can. It goes off of the. I only saw it on the what the whatever the the white part of the can, and I was that's not right. And then when you go to the side, you can yeah, see. Really anyway, nice I didn't mean to interrupt. You're good. Continue. This is the sentence that matters. According to the technology, Xenu was the extraterrestrial ruler of a galactic confederacy who brought billions of his people to Earth, then known as Tjak, in <laughs> DC eight-like spacecraft seventy-five million years ago. Stacked them around volcanoes and killed them with hydrogen bombs. <laughs> yep. This is what I mean. This is the shit Tom Cruise believes. And it's like, how can you take this man seriously? This shit's stupid. Hold on. The Church of Scientology normally only reveals the Xenu story to members who have completed a lengthy sequence of courses costing large amounts of money. Oh, so Tom Cruise is just like a... Who? He's just like a... He's like a... He's a Scientology version of just who? Eastern Christmas where he just goes on the... Ba- like he doesn't go deep, right? No. Tom Cruise would know this stuff. He's like the face of Scientology. They would who? pay those for those courses for him. Who spilled yeah. the beans? And, and that's what I... Yeah, how did this get out? How did yeah, South Park yeah. oh, know this? Oh, oh, true, true, true. Good point, good point. Did Isaac Hayes tell them? I don't know. So what did we not know? Somebody spilled the beans. This is what got leaked out. All right. We don't got time for this. This is a whole podcast. 30 seconds. Next episode is recapping the whole book of Scientology. This is the movie that we actually all like. Like, Yeah, this this is is the best. This is is definitely the best one of the three, I think. I think this is a more modern day action movie. We've come to expect from uh, big franchises. Remind us of the plot because I kind of forget. Okay, so the plot again. I'll give you the, the quick summary. Basically, Ethan's out of the field. He's got a, basically a oh, real right, life. Right, right, right. He's, okay, a, yeah, he's yeah. training. I was and getting his, a beer when you were saying this. Got it. His okay. number one protege has been captured yes. by Philip Seymour Kerry Hoffman. Russell. He's got a Kerry pick. Russell. He's got a so saver. we see that we, the film starts off and we see that Ethan's enjoying normal life with his uh, attractive fiance. fiance. And Snap Wexley shows up. And Aaron Paul also shows up yes. as the brother-in-law. <laughs> then we get my boy Billy Crudrup. I fucking love Billy Crudrup. Um Who's who's working with the IMF and is like, hey, he's his boss. We need your help. You got to go not save Kerry. You got to go save Kerry Russell. Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, Doctor Manhattan. There's not another R in his name though. And uh, I think it's just Crudup. Crudup. 
Kudrup. I used to call him Kudrup. Crudup. Yeah, and then he was in uh, one of my favorite movies of all time, Almost Famous, as Russell Hammond. And he's uh, Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Dr. Manhattan. Manhattan. He hangs dong. He hangs dong. He does hang dong. Not John Voight dong. Not John Voight dong. It's (laughs) blue dong. That's expensive, most famous dong in the world. (laughs) It's it's the best blue dong aside from Avatar. Uh, And he's in a show on Apple TV. Is he the most famous man in the world when his blue dong was shown? He was. That year. That year. He he was. 15 minutes Um, And he was Barry Allen's dad in Zack Snyder's movies. Oh, yeah, he was. That masterpiece. He's... A fantastic actor, and if in he was in show, that, if his dong was in that movie, it would have been in slow motion. It would have been. Uh, he's in this movie, this TV show called on Apple TV called The Morning Show. It's very whatever, but he's fantastic in it. <laughs> okay, he is. He's fantastic. That, okay. that show is like praised. I thought. I can, you want my mom to come season on to talk one, about the show? I will say, <laughs> she's a big fan. Season one was really good. Season two sucked. All right, season one. I she think I remember, that thing. was like the original. She said Apple the same TV thing. You, I remember you being. I'll put the invitation out. I remember you being really into the show. I was because I signed up to say it's whatever. I but was, it's also like I Jennifer signed, Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, Steve Carell, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Billy Crudup. Like, it, that was the big like flagship Apple TV show. Yeah. Like, hey, we're going to put out a good that's product. A, that's one they, of the They case. invested a shit ton of money and ended up... The one they took a chance on, Ted Lasso, ended up being Apple's biggest yeah. show. Like, the one they didn't invest that much money in. So, but the show... The first season, I loved the first season. I signed up for Raven's Banquet and I ended up watching the morning show more and I liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Billy Crudup's in he's, he's fantastic. So when he was in this one, I was pumped because it was kind of around the same time yeah. I was watching stuff. I saw his name on the opening credits. I was like, oh, yeah. cool, because I do like him yeah, as well. Yeah, he's good. I, saw, I, I was going through the IMDb to so see who was in this movie, and mm-hmm. I was like, I know this guy from something. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I, just, I saw his dong. <laughs> yeah, he's got a nice dick. Um, <laughs> so, the most famous man in the world? So just when, world. Just, just when Ethan hunt got out they pulled him back in and he has to go save carrie russell with my notes i put still toy just like godfather 3 this is the best of the original trilogy <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then i just put another mission revolved around another woman yes another mission that it was impossible for me honest yeah it seemed impossible. impossible up front but uh, he had the impossible mission force. He did. He did. Which I do like at the end of the film when she he like when laughs. He, yeah, 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 he's she like laughs at the name, and I was like, all right, that's yeah, good. He's like, <laughs> I, he's like, I'm part of MIF, uh, the, the IMF, the impossible mission mission force, and she's like, you're lying. That's dumb. So this movie starts off with he basically said, I'm part of the cool guys club, yeah. you know. So this I movie starts off with an action scene that would have ended the last two. Like they they really did up the ante, mm-hmm. got things bigger, better. Like there's the big. Um, the mission scene with where they're in this helicopter chase with the bomb, oh, that, and they're trying to defuse the bomb. That's Carrie, in Carrie I was Russell's thinking, head. I was like, does this movie start off with like, oh no, Him being this movie, it, the pacing at the beginning of this movie confused the shit out I of me. I thought one of you was watching the movie, yes. and yeah. I, it started. So I was like, what's going too. on? It starts with an interrogation yeah. that happens at the end of the movie. I thought then it cuts to oh yes, because it opens up with and Tom then and then there, there's already a team established. I like thought. I was very confused at the beginning of this movie. The whole beginning, my note was the pacing of this movie is weird, and I feel confused. I was I was also confused because it starts off and like Nick said, I thought somebody was already watching yeah. the movie, and I like jumped in the middle of it. It's I'm Tom like, Cruise screaming. Like, yeah. I had to, don't do it! Don't do it! I had to go back and check, and I'm like, oh, this really is the start of the movie. And yeah. Once they, once they cut to the, the like the like f- like string like to like like yeah. or something was like on fire or a match. I was like, oh, this is the beginning. Well, of the I movie. knew it was the beginning, but then like when they went to so that. Then I, I think it cuts to the party. 
Right? That's a strong stream for <laughs> RP. Heavy stream. Yeah, RP's taking a nice piss right now. I hope he leaves this in the, the RP, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. Don't cut, 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 cut it, because we can hear the fire hose that's going RP, on. RP's right got now. the healthiest, the most yeah. famous prostate I've ever heard. <laughs> most famous prostate in the world. But yeah, so then they cut to the engagement party. Hey, when you're home like Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> They cut to the engagement party. RP, leave party, that in. And then, uh, they, they so they then Billy Crudup calls or meet calls Tom Cruise. He has to go to like a, a like a gas station, basically gets a camera, gets his mission, and then they're in Germany. Yeah, like and I was like, dude, did I did I miss something? There's a whole team <laughs> yeah. already. Mm-hmm. I was, did I miss something here? What happened? But they just went straight to the mission. And it was already better. I thought it was already so much like cooler. It than was just the, last the pacing ones. was yeah. just like I thought that like like you said. I thought somebody else was watching or like it was skipping a scene or there yeah. was something wrong it, with the stream. It, it picks up like you're in the middle yeah. of a movie because every other movie I just expected it to follow the same pattern and it's always like introduce these team members. Then there's like the like weird like conversation yeah. stuff where like you it was to know, oh he's the jokester yeah. it was yeah. weird it was weird that he was being in- interrogated not like scuba diving or like you know climbing a rock yeah or he something. wasn't climbing a rock he wasn't doing anything rad no no he was just taking out the trash and remembering a park or a lake <laughs> at at the um, I also like that his job is he's in charge of public transportation <laughs> yeah yeah, like yeah that's his fake and she's like clearly like sniffing the bullshit like she's yeah. like something's. Ethan, just be honest with me. And he's like, She's like you're too well, handsome. That's, no, that's later. That. But like when they're no, in the beginning, they're, they're like, he can he read their lips and like answers yeah. them from afar. And are like, what is it? Yeah. But you always like the uh, bad boys or yeah. something. Yeah. Yo, yeah. He's yeah. a hot boy. He's a hot boy. Yeah. So they go and they, they have to rescue her and they have this mini MRI machine that I thought was cool. And they just like saw the, the bomb in her nose yeah. that blew up her head. Carrie Russell dies. Spoiler alert. But then we see Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Killing with the zingers and Dude, he feeding. roasted those guys. I, I, my I, note is Lawrence Fishburne is roasting. It was you wrote Ethan Hunt and Billy Crudup, and yeah. Lawrence Fishburne is just going in oh, on both of them with just. <laughs> this one could be the whole movie. I would have been enjoying. He, first quote that I wrote down from movie See? three. Already more enjoyable than oh, this. Oh, this, this is. Yeah. Yeah. First quote that I wrote down from the, the third movie of multiple quotes is Lawrence Fishburne. I don't remember what the initial line was, but something about, like, that's unacceptable. And Lawrence Fishburne goes, it's unacceptable that chocolate makes you fat, but I need my share. <laughs> that, that was the one that my mom's going to find that hilarious. <laughs> yes, yes, you're this right. Is bo- this, is, this, is, this is bombs. Oh, there's more. There's more There's more quotes. We'll get there when we get there. Uh, this was, there was a lot but the, of... the reason they they did what they did was because she was the first student he was proud of. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah, the first yeah. one she that was, he was proud of. He was Which so makes proud me think, like, how many people did Ethan Hunt train? Oh, he says she's you. the first one he recommended <laughs> for the not, field. not recommend for the field. It's like, like <laughs> what did you think? Like, if I'm training these field operatives and I have 50 field operatives and it, uh, after 49, I haven't recommended one to actually go into the field, wouldn't you be like, hey, we're not going to let you train these guys anymore because <laughs> clearly you're not doing a good enough job. And then somebody takes a poop on his desk. Yeah. <laughs> Crap, turd. Turd. Um, so basically, this he used this plot and put it into Top Gun Maverick. To an extent. To an extent. Yeah. Both same companies. Paramount. Okay, uh, moving on. And then Simon Pegg well, shows up too. That's what I said. First appearance. Can we get appearance. back to all these great and then I did, he says this, I, in this beating? I did say. Oh, I, I, I kind of want to look this scene up. I, that's the only one I wrote down, but he oh, roasts. I so, said, do you remember Lu- any of them? He, oh, yeah, go ahead. The, the one he goes and I laugh at, he was like, 
this is Department of Special Intelligence, and I'm not seeing much intelligence. <laughs> I think that's where I wrote. He's roasting these guys. I haven't seen intelligence then, once. But that's like what Lawrence Fishburne like does so and well. Then, what was he? Um, one, He's so one, good so. at that shit. That and looking two different directions at the same the time. The guy goes to answer him a question. He goes, that's, that's, "Do you have a lazy no, eye?" No. That's not Lawrence Fishburne. That's the guy Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, what's his name? Lawrence Fishburne. No, Lawrence Fishburne is from the Matrix. He's he's yeah. the one. And John or no, Wick. He's, he's um, cool and John Wick too. He's uh, who the fuck is he? In? What's his name? Morpheus. 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 Uh, what's his name? This is embarrassing. Who's the guy that plays Uh Fucking, I he the 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 Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. He looks too different. Lawrence Fishburne is also John Wick too. Forrest Whitaker's line. That we were quoting all the time after Rogue One came Save the rebellion! <laughs> Save the dream! Uh, the worst fucking Star Wars character. I fucking hate yeah, that Yeah, but guy. we quoted that all the time afterwards. <laughs> we just kept yelling at each other because it was funny. You had to do it in that voice, which sounds like my voice all the Save time. Save the rebellion! Save the dream! <laughs> <laughs> Who said Rogue One's their favorite Star Wars movie because he dies? <laughs> Shanks, 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 Shanks did. Saul Carrera, not Forrest Whitaker. But yeah, 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 Saul Carrera gets so he annoying stinks, throughout Clone Well, in Clone Wars and everything else that you haven't like, Does he have a lazy all? eye in Clone Wars? Now, but he's just like, it's like, dude, stop. You're being like, you're being so over the top. Like, just let these people live their lives. Okay. But yeah, so then they, they get in trouble because the mission goes terribly. Yeah. That's Terry Russell dies. Uh, roast him. And the Dravian, or however you say the Davian. Uh, Davian, Philip Seymour Hoffman, he gets away. And Lawrence Fishburne basically says, like, I've been chasing this guy for years and years and years. Yeah. And, and he you just keeps escaping. Up. Like, this was his first, like, as soon as he got in this department. Yeah. Same to Ethan Hunt. And he's you like, really haven't completed yeah. your one it's his, job. It's his you white have, buffalo. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, you're fuck. You're, you, you just made, you're giving him more confidence. Yeah. He said at one point, he goes, uh, He's an invisible man. Wells, not uh, Ella, uh, Emerson or whoever wrote uh, The Invisible Man. Oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I've read that Ralph book. Waldo. No, not Ralph Waldo. It's not Ralph Waldo. Yeah, no, no, he's well, a poet, right? Yeah, he's, and he's white. Is it, was it Orson Welles? Did he Orson Welles wrote like the sci-fi one. I read the original one for school. And it was very boring. That was... Um, Ellison, Ralph Ellison. But he's like... He goes, well, it's not Ellison before you say anything. And I was like, I don't think that they were going to like make a comment he's showing, about the Invisible Man. He's showing that he's scholarly. Oh, dude. I, awesome interrogation. I love it when he goes, Mr. Musgraves, please don't interrupt me when I'm asking rhetorical questions. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, he fucking hammers him. As Jason Momoa did the entire Fast <clears throat> X, Lawrence Fishburne feasted on this role. Yeah, we'll get to that. I, I'm curious about Fast X a little bit. What, you got another one? No, the one where she just chuckles. I, shut up. Uh, shut up, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, yeah, I got to see an early screening of Fast X, and I, I'll talk to you all about it. So then Ethan's like, I got to go get this guy, right? And so he tells his wife he's got to leave for two days. So, This yeah. is the worst written scene in all three of the films. It's, it's, she's like, tell me, right? Tell me it's real. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. Is the yeah, quote yeah. that I, so I said, the emotional scene with Ethan and his wife is awfully written. So it's like, this dude just said, I got to go to Houston on business. You, you run public transportation. Yeah, it doesn't make doing? sense. What, he it, leaves yeah. for a day, right? But she, but she questions it. And that's what I like. Well, then I he comes think. back. He tells her that in the middle of the night. Yeah. Then he comes back and he goes, I got to go away on business for two days. They're supposed to be getting married. This is not a healthy relationship. Didn't no. he tell that right and after they fucked? Wasn't he like... No, no, no. no, 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 no that happens afterwards. They were just, he gets so called then, so then he goes, night. I'm leaving for two days on business. I can't, I can't tell you where I'm going or what I'm doing. 
Yeah. Right? And she her response isn't like to get mad and be like, What the fuck, you're lying to me. She her response is to say, Tell me this is real. Yeah. Like that's so fuck who the fuck would say that? <laughs> but I do like that she's and then like, he goes, let's get married right now. She's not a <laughs> it's yeah, real. Oh, it's yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. And then they fuck. But she's not a complete dummy. Like she she's like, All right, I get this because that's a stupid trope that works. Because if you live with somebody and you're living a double life, they're gonna fucking figure yeah. out that something's up. And I like I don't understand why this is a, a trope because it doesn't work. But I just don't <laughs> understand why like her response isn't to be mad at him for living mm-hmm. a double life because it's clear that he is. Yeah. Her response is to go tell me it's real. I'm just saying because I'm living can... with him. You're engaged to him. It's just... not like you just started dating. Yeah, because I can't even search like incognito mode without Audra asking like, <laughs> what's, like what's going on. So like you know, I just remember the scene I don't understand where he, why it he doesn't work. The, he got the phone call where he's got to go to the gas station and he yeah. like. He takes the ice outside and, like, dumps it. Yeah. He's like, like, he just had that one little tiny bucket of ice for the yeah. whole party. And he's go- but also, he- and then he, he was it dumping was a the ice, and now he's gone for an hour. It was, <laughs> it, was your- it was like a your brother-in-law Chris situation where he had a whole party and just got one case of beer. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, two beers a person, right? That is a true, the whole real party story. Situation was like, Two beers a if person. you've never done a diaper party, it's for like the guy when they're having a kid. Everybody brings a box of diapers, and the the, the, the concept is that the host provides beer and food. Mm-hmm. And so my brother-in-law had a bunch of food. I'll give him credit; he did have a bunch of food for people. But he bought like one case of Yingling. <laughs> yeah, and we're like, dude, but like, he luckily did? we all. All, always bring our own beer to everything. Yeah. Like, I knew he was supposed to have beer, but like I always have like. Beer and then you anyway. called. We called our friend, and, and then we told everybody else, like, "Yeah, bring a case." <laughs> but he did have this awesome <laughs> lo- lobster, like seafood sausage. Like, do you remember that? It was like shrimp and yeah, lobster, yeah, yeah, like sausage. Like, he did have the food, but yeah, he bought one case. I was like, "Dude, you're supposed to have beer." He's like, and like he knew he fucked up, and he yeah. was like, "What? There's only like." 13 guys here. That's like two beers a guy. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like Coda, which was good stuff. But yeah. Chris, what are you talking about? Like two an hour? Yeah. <laughs> I can um, picture him saying that too. It's so funny. So like you said, but I did think that the emotion in this one was done really well compared to the last two. Um, so the reason... Like, so the only thing that did bother me with this is that like, and I don't know what happens going forward. Each of the movies, it's like Bond where he has like a girl mm-hmm. in each movie that like is somebody... The one is a cuck situation. The next one <laughs> is kind of the reverse cuck situation yeah. where he's like, "Hey, go fuck the dude that you used to fuck." Yeah, because we gotta we gotta keep our cover. And now this one, he's married, and I'm just like, or he's getting married, and then he gets, and I'm just, it's, it's all about saving his wife. And in my head, I'm like, she better be in the next three fucking movies, or yeah. like this doesn't matter anymore because I know that this is the franchise. So I don't know what happens with that. It just doesn't. If he's going to be James Bond, he wants to be James Bond so yeah. bad. Getting married just it's, didn't yeah. seem like a logical choice for that I character. Can, I can tell you that I don't remember if she's I looked in up, going I looked forward. up, and I don't think she's in four, but there's a character who's like she's, Julie's friend. She makes like she that. makes an appearance in one That's of what the I mean. Like, that's why I think like, they're um, still married, but she's probably not in the films. Ah, uh, shit. Like Natalie Portman in... Uh, the MCU, she just like disappears, disappears for no yeah. reason. Well, she, yeah, 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 basically. So I like, I want, the, I want for to be like, a, it turns into like a modern family where it's just like he's he's living his normal life and he gets a call. He's like, all right, babe, gotta go kill a bunch of people. Yeah. I'll be back in a couple of days. And like, <laughs> the, she the way just lives with it. Do you remember that the smaller guy who used to like <clears throat> mouth the words to like rap songs? 
He's like, do you remember that? Yes. What, the way you were just acting reminded me of that guy. I have no idea he, what you're talking about. R.I.P. to that guy. Is he dead? I think so. Oh, my God. Change the topic. I'll show you when we're done. And I'll All post right. it on the socials. So back to the movie. So this is where the film really kicks off. They are after the rabbit's foot, which equals high tech. Not yet. Not yet? I thought this is when they go to the Vatican. Aren't they after yeah, but the rabbit? They're not foot? after the rabbit. They're, they're also after the guy. They're after Davy and yeah, Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman. So this is when things, I think, in the film really ramp up. No, the movie gets fucking You're missing good. the weirdest line in the movie right before Which part? this is when Vin Rames asks him, he's like, What's with this girl? Because I trained her. She's like a sister to me. Oh, Carrie Russell. And he's oh, like, yeah. Do you sleep with your little sister? <laughs> yeah. And he goes, hey, He's like, I, Hey, brother. Somebody's got to ask. Yeah. And, if no one's gonna ask, but I'm that like I'm that guy. Yeah, because he's and like that's you. That's you. That guy. You're that guy. Sting Rames consistently has the best lines in every movie Not he's in. This one. Yeah, that's true. Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> took it. Yeah. Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Unacceptable. The chocolate makes you fat. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is, that is a very weird scene because he's like, why are you so. Like, not Ethan just not being a good guy, wanting to get revenge. He's like, did you fuck this girl? Or, like, yeah. no. He's like, no, I got my, my own side piece at home. He could and have then Vin said- Rames is like, Whoa, you, know, you know, commitment isn't really for yeah, our we life. we can't get married. Everybody and, in, the, in this movie is all about, like, how he can't get married. And he's like, I just got married yesterday. Congratulations. Congratulations. He could have asked that question so much differently. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Did you fuck your little sister? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? The, what? Hey, and then they're like, like, and Ethan dis- like, I'm like, an early I'm- child. My parents were in prison a couple years ago. <laughs> Somebody wrote that line. <laughs> oh yeah, and they then- said his parents died too. I was like, I hope they didn't die in jail. Oh, really? So, I don't remember them saying that. They got released in the first end of the first. They one. did you get released. Yeah, 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 it was, yeah, it was just a slight mix-up, you know. Two different farmers. Yeah. Somebody wrote the line. Did you fuck your little sister? And then in a room full of writers, they pitched it, and they were they're all like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, now, all right. So if we're gonna talk about that's, a, that's it. If that's the line. If we're gonna talk about that. Then let's just go to the Vatican, right? So the Vatican oh, I know is very the line cool. you're gonna so say. This is where, is very cool. This is where the movie picks up and we we see the first face printing. This is when these face reveals masks. Before, before we get to that, before we get to that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They go outside of the Vatican, there's a big wall, and they, they stop a car, they oh, break yeah, the, yeah, they break yeah, the car down to the so that Ethan Hunt can climb the wall and get into the Vatican, and when he gets to the top of the wall, he says Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. No, he <laughs> just rolls off. And yeah. then he gets off the, build, off the wall. But they just I went, on I went back. I went back and watched it again. Like, did I miss that? He literally is by himself. He's not even talking to another character. All he right. gets to well, the top of the wall. He goes, Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Oh, and then he no. measures well, how far it is to the ground. You does that, you like, that repel thing. I did remember. Well, thank hold on, you. hold on. Thank you guys. I for, thought you looked up the video. No, no, no. Oh, I'll look it up right now. Thank yeah. you guys for listening. Uh, I can't continue with this. Yeah, we can't support this film anymore. We can't support this franchise. No, I didn't. I didn't. If he did say that, I just missed it. Like that's all. Because it is such a throwaway thing. But if, if you like hear it, you just go like, <laughs> like what? what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Hold on. Because all this actions it. happening, and then he says something Bob like pulled, this. Bob pulled up receipts. We do not own the rights. <laughs> oh, that's a classic thing where they they, they blur they, they the, loop the, the camera, camera or something. Or they loop it. Don't they loop it in like the first one? I lost. I lost. Tom, Tom spikes the camera. Yeah. And goes, Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. I didn't have subtitles on when I watched it. I missed that. Uh, (laughs) You know what? I did feel like when I was rewatching this one, I missed something. Like, and that's what I missed. (laughs) 
we're not done with quotes. Don't yeah. worry. No. I have a couple more. All right. So the, the reason they're heading to the Vatican is because there's some there's some situation there. And Philip Seymour Hoffman. They know he's going to be there. Simon Pegg was able to get some information. Yes. Simon Pegg was able to get some information with his, his chickeny chickeny. Um, <laughs> and so they do a really cool scene. This is where they show you, <laughs> they show you uh, the he device. Stuck in. The device that prints the face mask. And so they have uh, Zen kind of lure Philip Seymour Hoffman into the bathroom. This is where Hubba Hubba happened, by the way. She's driving a, a super like Lamborghini, fancy right? car. And she's in the super hot dress. It's like, she, like the gets out of the car in slow motion, and it's like. Oh, and this is like a party. A, of the, I don't care. And this is a party at the Vatican. Yeah, I'm, she's, I'm not a car guy. I no, really could care less. Me when there's a very attractive person in a movie driving like a really nice exotic car, I don't know. It's like I don't know what it is. It's like when girls wear like sports jerseys. It just bumps them up. Yeah. Like it makes imagine them more that same scene: super hot girl pulls up in like a Kia Soul. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's in like a fucking. I'd be fine with that. The ones from the Italian job, but like the, yeah, like the Mini the, Cooper. Yeah, she's like a Mini Cooper. I wouldn't do it for me. His team members in this just speak every language fluently, yeah. which is impressive. Which is she pulls up in a Honda, makes sense. Honda so, Pilot. So she really wants to get to know Philip Seymour Hoffman, but she accidentally spills. Uh, wine on Red him wine. and it's like come back to my hotel room and so he has to go into the, the bathroom to well, change she, she doesn't say that yet no no classic no. movie trick oh, you accidentally that, yeah, yeah. you accidentally spill white wine or red so, wine on somebody the, he gets the, real mad he goes I always spill white red wine on my custom made shirts yeah. that's what Philip Seymour <laughs> Hoffman says so they get him into the bathroom and, and the bodyguard sent outside and this is when they print the face mask which is cool to see like how they do it and paint it and everything and then, so Tom Cruise puts it on and then needs about 30 seconds for but the there's voice. There's also a scene, which is a really cool, like, shot scene where he's talking to Ving Rhames about getting married. That's yeah. when he says, I just got married. Yeah. And he says, congratulations. Where it starts with, like, the face mask being real loose on his face and the camera keeps kind of, like, panning back and forth around Ving Rhames and every time it gets, like, tighter. And tighter oh, yes. Until it eventually yes. is just Philip Seymour Hoffman yes. using Tom Hanks or Tom Cruise's voice. Yeah, very that cool. That scene I thought was really, like, well done Cause to if show you're, how it becomes, like, yeah, you're, cause you're, back he's, like, in, pushing yeah. the eyes Because that's the one like that. thing that's so crucial to these films and you're like, I need... At one point, and I'm glad they did it. You need to be like, we need to see how this works. Yeah, you just everybody has a super like accurate face and just looks like people. All the yeah, time. and then because then you start talking more about the voice, yeah. and then so that's when the voice. <coughs> yeah, so he just calls for 30 seconds because they need 30 seconds for like the voice to sync because they make Philip Seymour Hoffman say something under like gun to like get it to match whatever, mm. and so he's just coughing for like 30 seconds to his bodyguard, and the bodyguard starts to come in, and he's like gives him this look like don't fucking come in here like near me. And then, so then the the other agent says, well, why don't you come back to my room? And so they drive off in the fancy car and they they stop over a pothole because at this point, Ving Rhames now has the real Philip Seymour Hoffman and Tom Cruise, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and the agent sneak into the pothole and then blow up the car. So everybody thinks Philip Seymour Hoffman's dead. Exactly. So his, so his agents aren't looking for him. Nobody's looking for him. But they would eventually find in the debris that there's nobody there. There's no yeah, body. No, no, there's no explosions body. don't like disintegrate yeah. bodies. But then we lead to the most intense part of the movie. The plane scene? The plane scene. Can we talk real fast about how much funner these movies would be if every time they use a face mask, they look like Carl Havoc from I Think You Should Leave? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that's my, what the, that's what like the first ones kind of yeah, look like. My like, this is so only note for this movie was when he first puts on the Philip Seymour hands. He looks like Carl that's Maddie. what he looks yeah, like. Yeah, I know he does. Yeah. Get this fucking shit off of me. <laughs> we did too much. I'm gonna rip the chin off. <laughs> we did too much. I don't want to be here anymore. Well, we can we can make that work. It's too fucking hot. Philip uh, Seymour Hoffman. He's awesome in this movie. He's awesome in this movie. Best part of the first movie. Rest in power, man. I've never... Philip Seymour Hoffman has never showed up in a movie, and then that movie has gotten worse because he's in it. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Philip Seymour Hoffman, like, when he's a bad guy, I'm like, I'm not afraid of you. Like, he doesn't... Like, in theory, Philip Seymour Hoffman is not somebody who intimidates me. Well, he's not, like, a scary bad guy. He's supposed to be, like, a rich, powerful bad guy. But he is. That's what I'm saying. Like, when he starts to say, like... I'm gonna like when so the the plane scene. Go ahead, RP, if you want to like explain what happens in the plane scene. So the plane scene basically, uh, he basically he says to Teeth and Hunt like I'm gonna kill everybody, like I your wife or whatever. Well, before he says that, I thought is when he has he's trying to get the rabbit hole because then he goes they're yelling Ethan, don't do it Ethan, and then he goes I'm gonna kill everyone you know Ethan, and it says his name to him, and yeah. that was when I was like, oh Philip Seymour Hoffman's not fucking around. Yeah, this dude is. Because they he say is that, he's got that dog in him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because then they they slip up and they say Ethan's name. Because Philip Seymour Hoffman doesn't know who he is. Philip Seymour Hoffman is him. He is him. He is. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say that one. But, but I like saying he's got that dog in him. So I do like that too. So yeah. So Ta- Ethan Hunt is trying to get the information out of him, and he won't let it go. And Ving Rhames slips up and says his name. But while he's doing like what he's doing to <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman is he's op- there, oh, he he's strapped to a chair. And these these straps are kind of holding them in that don't look that secure, but they open like the bay of a of a an airplane that's, that's open that's flying, and he just keeps slowly lowering him until the point where he's cutting he's, the straps. He's got like six yeah. straps. Yeah, and I'm like, he's really trusting that these straps are sturdy. He's held on by like zip ties, isn't he? He's like cutting zip ties. But yeah, whatever it is. But like, also. The balls on Philip Seymour Hoffman to just be like, nah, man, I ain't telling you shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a good villain. Like, that's like, because yeah. you're like, all right, well, how are they going to get out of this? And then it turns that they get double crossed. And while they're bringing. But you think it's. You think it's Florence Fishburne. It's not. But it's not. Because Billy Crudjup does this weird lip reading scene and lets Ethan. So, Tells Ethan to go to Shanghai. Yeah, so they end up blaming Ethan for. Working with Philip Seymour Hoffman, there's this awesome bridge scene where there's people fighting, guns, helicopters, helicopters, all this shit, and Philip Seymour Hoffman gets away, and he's going after Ethan's wife. So Ethan starts to look for his wife at the hospital, and they can't find her, and then the IMF shows up, takes him into custody, and blames him for the release and and doing all because they did did the whole thing off the books. Off the books. So then Billy Crudjup gives him like a passcode. It does this like weird lip reading scene that i still don't yeah, understand he's just like t- like he's just moving his lips and well they set up in that part yeah, they that do, he can read like he can what, read but lips. like if you're watching the movie it doesn't even look like exactly he's not, saying yeah. any of those things. Not, no yeah. it doesn't It'd be at one all one thing if he was like actually just and they give you the, words, they have to subtitle yeah. they give it. you a subtitle but it just doesn't look like it it's so strange but he gives him like a key to get out and so then ethan breaks out of the imf um and he's running and there's not enough high knees um, so then now see, we the end is the one where so, I was like what's the point so yeah. now we get to or where are they at Shanghai Shanghai where the film starts off with Ethan's wife and that's the interrogation scene that we saw in the beginning it confused all of us yes and then he Philip Seymour Hoffman shoots Ethan's wife Ethan's wife but shoots her like in the leg or something right no, no he shoots her in the head but it turns out that it was Philip Seymour Hoffman's oh, right, security right, 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 guard right, right, that he's right, still right, mad yeah. at 
for uh, another letting person. him letting letting, letting him, him get captured, but I also think it's letting yeah. wine get spilled on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> that's what he's really actually mad about. about. It's my yeah. favorite shirt. Yeah, um, you shouldn't let that bitch get close to me. <laughs> so it's it's a it's actually a really great <clears throat> twist, and uh, it turns out that Billy Crudrop is Crudup working. Comes in. Honestly, best use of the fake mask reveal in the whole uh, yeah. Trilogy. So then this is where I I thought it was <clears throat> awesome, right? But this is where I don't see these films being rewatchable. Like where it's like, like you said, like it's kind of work for you right now because all that stuff the first time around, I was like, oh man, what a twist. That's yeah. like, the, like, this one had a lot of cool twists. Yeah. Now the next time I watch this, it's I'm like, not going to care Doesn't the very first scene of the movie end with just a gunshot and yes. then a close up on Ethan's face? Yes. So you're so like, you oh, think, did he you really the girl's shoot the dead? wife? And you like, don't even know who that lady is yeah. that he's screaming about. And then I didn't like pay close enough attention when they showed her in the beginning for when they were at the engagement party to realize that it was her again. Like, that was the girl that he was living with. And then Carrie Russell showed up, and I was like, maybe it was her, and then she dies real quick. I'm like, yeah. it wasn't her. <laughs> and I will agree, from a rewatch standpoint, yes, but you guys are seeing it for the first time. Yeah, so yeah. first time, I'm, like, interested So in that's it. why I also did this, because, like, I want you guys to see these movies, because I like them, and it's a lot of these things. It's a, it's a six... So it's a franchise that's six what's deep. What's Billy Crudup's yeah. reasoning? So his reasoning is basically he wants to speed the shit along. So he he worked with Philip Seymour Hoffman to get the rabbit's foot to then pin it on another, basically to give them a reason to invade another country. Yeah, and he to, says we'll give it to and, the Middle and, East and, and, and why we'll do what why we do. He he hates Lawrence Fishburne because it's like it's oh, he too says many affirmative action. Yes, last second racism. That yeah, wasn't that was that too. <laughs> he calls Lawrence Fishburne uh, the affirmative action poster they boy do, and, because he's <laughs> one in all his slams at Billy Crudup in that scene. He calls he him goes, like a rich in my kid. title yeah, yeah, yeah. goes. I don't care about what I, title you got because your daddy plays you, yeah. golf with the president. Yeah. Yep. So, but like for no reason oh, yeah. whatsoever, <laughs> in like. The hour and forty minute mark. Billy Crudup yeah. decides. You know what? I'm also going to be racist. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to give you another reason it's, to hate it's him. It's bad enough that I turn on everybody. Uh, I don't like him because he's it's black. Either. The, yeah, the driving like, factor of this movie is racism. Yeah. yeah, but then they don't talk about it again. It's just real you quick thought, one line. You thought Philip Seymour Hoffman was a real villain? Yeah. No, racism. So no. basically, it was to give Crudup, Crudup, whatever his name is, the Kudrow, Kudrow, the uh, Lawrence Fishburne's chair and to speed along a process that just would keep getting delayed, delayed, delayed. So it basically just sped things along. That was it. I had to rewind the movie because I was like, did I just miss what just happened? Yeah, that was confusing. Um, and then it leads to a... It's a big showdown. With it's a big showdown so what does the thing of, do, though? I know they gave like a speech. The rabbit's foot. Yeah. I still have no it's idea. Probably, it's like, like God's eye from Fast and Furious. I think it's, like, it's, well, it's what... It's like uh, nuclear Simon Pegg talks about yeah. in the beginning. Like this like physicist professor that he had where it's like... There's going to be this thing that could basically just end the world. Yeah, and I think that this is like the threat. Like God, like it's like some he calls it something yeah. that's similar. It's not God's it's eye, right, but yeah. something. It's God something. Yeah, and then so they, Philip Seymour Hoffman injects Tom Cruise with one of those brain bombs, and uh, there's a pretty cool scene where Tom Cruise basically kills himself, stops his heart. Yeah. He kills Philip Seymour Hoffman first, while also yeah, having his I head put exploded. A brutal fucking death, and I don't remember how he dies. He gets a uh, get like a brain aneurysm, basically. No, he gets run over by. Uh, yeah, they go outside oh, yeah. and he Hoffman. flips. Yeah, and pops him up. That's right. The, yes, the, the truck, truck comes. Him that's and he right. Stays under. Um, and then yeah, so he electrocutes Tom Cruise electrocutes himself to detonate the, the his, to kill his wife the bomb. Is a nurse and can bring him back. To and life. can bring him back, and he says, "Trust Convenient. me." And he put the uh, sticks there and just 
electrocute himself, <laughs> and then she does bring him back to life like four After minutes later. After she kills later. two people, yeah. including Billy Crudup. Yep, kills him. An incredible aim on this woman who's never I'll, held a gun no, before. Well, I'm giving... Because a lot of action movies... I will give this movie credit here. Before he gets to his wife, this is who he calls Simon Pegg. He tells him where his wife is because he's like tracking the phone. That's where you have a minute straight of him sprinting through Shanghai. Oh, and yeah. that was when I was and like, everyone's oh, just looking at him like, this. oh, look at this interesting. Like, just, you, I don't need the full Man, run you're going to hate four. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're I, I, hate I've four. seen four before. Yeah, it, don't worry. There is, is it all just him running? There's a scene where he's just running from a giant dust cloud. <laughs> I can live with that, I think. If the, is, the, is the dust cloud there? Like, is I, it a threat? Yes. This was just him getting from point A to point B. Yeah. It was like watching the Broad Street run. He was probably he's probably he's, he's probably like the JJ. JJ, I've been working out. I, yeah, well, yeah. Come on, you gotta, we got to do this. We got to do this. I will give them credit though because as his like brain is fucking going to explode and he's trying getting ready to electrocute himself, he teaches her yeah. how you like. Here's what you're gonna do. Here's yeah. how you're gonna reload the gun. Here's what you're like, if, if somebody shows up, and so point and shoot. She does have good aim, but also she turns a corner and just points and shoots the entire clip. So he's doing... And then does the same thing with the second clip. Not only before he dies, but he like can't basically shouldn't be able to see straight because he's like... He oh. fights Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman with, with like, his oh, like, hands. I I yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, what the, the thing in his head's doing to him. Uh, <laughs> and then she kills them both, brings them back to life, laughs at the IMF, and uh, that's kind of the end. They, they, they go off, and I said, great flick. Up the ante, save the franchise. And that's Mission Impossible if, 3. If, if this was... That was our best recap, by the way. Because this is the one the we liked, yeah. yes. So you, you didn't have to speed past the end. Uh, no. If this movie wasn't this movie, I still didn't need two hours. But I also, like... Was, that's just the standard. I ran right out of time yeah. as far as, like, I didn't watch it earlier. And I watched this one today and, like, had other things I wanted to get done today, too. So yeah. it was kind of just, like... I think that's more on me. I did enjoy this movie. It's it's really annoying when you like put it off. Yeah, and then like you 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 wait too long. Oh my like, fuck! It's, I gotta like, do this. like the first Homework. half hour of this movie, yeah. I was legitimately uh, had the Aston Villa game on my computer, just like <laughs> muted, and had the movie on so I could just keep it on. Well, the like I said, homework. That's why I get these yeah. next ones are good. You're yeah. you're you I'm gonna try to do, We have the time. I'm just gonna try to do one yeah. a week. But uh, plus, we also have like a month until yeah. the next. Mm-hmm. I watched so. the first two. In like three days. Yeah, yeah me too. I watched and them. then it just didn't have time. Yeah. So but, um, what, we what I was going to say is this movie, I'm now excited for four, five, and Good. six. Like Good. one and two, I was like, what the Which fuck? Which I told you guys. I said, I said one and two, one is decent, standard 90s. Two is tough to get through. Three is good. Three is legitimately three is good. good. Yeah. And, aside, and then aside from the quotes but yeah. now i know what i'm looking for in the yeah. i'm just writing down fun quotes from here and then on out. they i'm just... going to write down every scene where they reveal a face <laughs> well they just get progressively like do, legitimately do they continue the face thing yes throughout all the movies absolutely okay. yes <laughs> it's a, it's it's a mission. it's the thing it's the thing yeah it's like it's like james sure bond having a having a girlfriend with like a sex uh, innuendo name yeah Okay. Um, and they just they get better and better and better. And the last one, a lot of people regard as one of the best action movies in the last twenty years. The set, that's uh, the one where he's, that's the one where he's hanging from the plane. Yeah, the movie's legitimately okay. f- fucking awesome. Like it, it's just it's a really good action film. I'm not saying it's the best movie of all time. I'm, I'm not saying it's. It. I'm not. I can't even confidently say it is the best of the franchise, which it, it probably is, because I've only seen it once. 
and I, it's such a long but time. But I will ago. say, like we were talking, we were with Shane's dad earlier, and I was talking to him. The only problem that I have with all the movies throughout is that, like, I can't get behind Tom Cruise being this like action guy. Yeah, I know that he does all the stunts, and I know that he is like legit, but like. He's you can just, say what your dad said. No, we, we, tell, we tell my dad what we're talking about. He goes, Tom Cruise, I fucking hate that guy. He's like, <laughs> he's like anybody that believes that Scientology shit, I don't know how you can believe him. <laughs> fucking hate that guy. Yeah. Um, no, I, 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 I'm excited for you guys to see 4, 5, and 6. I hope you enjoy them as much as I did. Um, they're just fun action movies. That And this is where, when I watched these for the first time, I hated Tom Cruise. Legitimately hated Tom Cruise. Maybe seen three movies of him. I'm not a Tom Cruise fan. I, I mean, am... I am, and I, I said after these, I was like, I don't, I'm not a fan, but he's good in these movies. And then after seeing Top Gun Maverick, I was like, okay, I think I'm a fan because I like well, that's, these movies. I, I think, but if you replaced, if you I, replaced I, it with anybody else, I think it would be fine. Like, I, like I, here's what I think about Tom Cruise, and it's like kind of backwards for me to say. I don't like him as the, the actor, but I will say that he is good at making films because, yeah. like, he Top Gun Maverick is like his pet project. These Mission Impossible movies are apparently like his pet projects so like, he knows what he wants to accomplish i just think that he wants to like appear to be this like larger than life larger yeah. than life guy For and i'm sure. like hey, fuck off yeah you're no xenu <laughs> <laughs> all right you're not um, the most famous person in the world you so nick we're gonna have to do a mini episode <laughs> about just the fashion styles at the mission impossible oh, yes. 2 red carpet because i know you did your research there's just a lot. And this is what we do when we cover three movies at once. It just, just happens. Um, yeah, Nick did his research, but somehow wrote nothing down. <laughs> it's, all, it's all in his brain. All right. So what did we think, Nick? Closing thoughts on the first three films. What did you think? Seeing them for the first time, right? Yeah. Yeah. What did you think? Kind of go through. Kind of first one kind of hooked me. Second one, I didn't know what we were going through. And then third, I'm kind of locked in to watch the other ones. And you'll Going watch, down, yeah. you, you might not be joining us for four, five, and six, but you're locked in and ready to listen, right? Yeah, similar to Vim Rames. The yeah, there you go. <laughs> they, he called your shot. You're Vim Rames. Bob? Uh, I said before, the first one was entertaining enough. Did it need a franchise? Like, did it need to continue yeah. to exist? If you hadn't told me how bad the second one was, I probably would have said, fuck off, I'm not watching this. <laughs> like, if, you, if I did it, if I was just watching yeah. these on my own, and watch two, I would have been like, I'm not watching three. Like, yeah. I don't need any more of these. But sure. I had that warning, so I was like, all right, I'll just power through, power through yeah. this one. Yeah. yeah, And then three, like I said, genuinely good. Mm-hmm. The cast, and I know that like now it's like Simon Pegg sticks around, which is cool. Uh, Ving Rhames comes back at some point. Uh, and then Philip Seymour Hoffman is legit. No. Are there like famous actors as the villains going forward, or is this like back and forth? No, because the guy, I think the, the villain for five or for six is somebody I don't know. Okay. But uh, Henry Cavill's in, he- like really, Cavill's in six. Is he the main bad no, guy? That's no. what I'm saying. He's like a henchman, isn't he? Yeah. And Jeremy Renner is in four. Jeremy Renner's in four because I, I looked that up. Earlier. He's not a bad guy, though. Yeah, I saw that he was in it, though. Yeah, he's no. a bow and arrow. No, I'm not watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, he actually he rides a tractor. He does. <laughs> Tractor plow. Hopefully he stays on the track. <laughs> What'd you think? Shane. Um, one, snooze fest, except for the end train scene. I love that. Yeah, it was cool. Two, greatest reintroduction to a character of all time. <laughs> um, but stinker of a movie. Greatest reintroduction to a band. <laughs> biscuit of, of all time. Stop plugging your band. <laughs> Three, genuinely enjoyed. Never seen a movie with Philip Seymour Hoffman that I didn't like. <laughs> 
Good. And uh, yeah. Excited for four, five, and six. I would say that uh, to reiterate kind of Bob's mm. comments, if I didn't watch these during the, the height like of the pandemic. Where you had nothing else to do. Yeah, during the height of the pandemic, I probably would have made it through two or watched three at all. So if you didn't give us here. the warning that one and two were bad and three picks up, it would have been such a chore to get through one yeah. and two. I had to. Because I would have been like, it was these, still a chore, these but at movies, least I knew. <laughs> I would have been like, these movies suck. Three's going to also suck. Yeah. Why is RP making us watch these movies? We could have watched Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the way I felt. If it wasn't for that, I don't know. But I'm glad I, I'm glad I did uh, power through them and I'm rewatching them. And I genuinely really enjoyed the franchise. And I'm looking it's forward still, to the new it's ones. It's wild to me that you watched one and two and you were like, I'm gonna watch four more of these movies. <laughs> well, I had heard how great because I was I'm an LCB fan, Lights Camera Barstool, and they fucking jerk off Fallout. Yeah. Like they love really? Mission Impossible Fallout. And um, I was like, and a, a bunch of other people that I know do too, and I it's got great five's got great reviews, six has got great Which reviews. Which one's Fallout? Six. Six, okay. Um, you must have really had a lot of time on your hands to like watch Which these one's two movies Ghost be like Protocol yeah. five. That's, That's five, I think, one, right? Because I think it's four. It's it's four. It's no, I'm saying I think Mission Impossible Four is just it's, it's Ghost Mission. Protocol, Rogue Nation, Fallout. Uh, all right, oh, so okay. it's four. So but the it's other four, ones don't have titles, five. right? No, that's why it's like this is because no, it kind of one, two, and three, and then it's because it's like this else. is a soft reboot, and then three is like a soft reboot, but also end like it's done, like mm-hmm. you know, like it could have ended it nicely to be. And then they went with the titles, yeah. But I, I feel like some of these movies were like Mission Impossible Four stinks compared to like Mission. You got to give it a title. So, but that's what we thought. I hope you guys liked it. Uh, Do they all follow? Like, is there a Ghost Protocol? There's a the bad guy's a ghost. Okay, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, is it like Scooby Doo? Yeah, the third one or the fourth well, one. Well, that's what the face mask, the rip off at the end is like the and bad then, guy. But hey, well, we gotta save that. We gotta Mission Impossible. They get more five. and more cartoonish. Mission Impossible Five. There's a nation that goes rogue. We gotta save this for the next pod. The, we gotta save this for the next pod. The scene where the the French French guy. He's not important. He's not important. With the the rat crawling on him, pretty cartoonish. All right, I don't. It's like a Tom. And, it's like a Tom and Jerry. Yeah, it sounds the, good. We talked about that movie two hours ago. Yeah, let's, we're, we're done. We're done. I gotta wrap this up. The French don't matter. The French don't matter. All right. Uh, remember to rate, like, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> Check out Mission Impossible uh, One, Two, and Three. If you have Paramount, they're on Paramount and Showtime. Check them out. Uh, leave us a rating, and uh, we'll be back next month for Four, Five, and Six. Then probably taking a break and covering Indiana Jones Five, and then back to Mission Impossible in August. Uh, if not, we have lives. I'm sorry. Whatever. Plug but the enjoy merch. these movies. Plug the merch one more time. Merch, Red Bubble, Tea Public. Check it out. Buy what you got to buy. We got Snickers bars, baby. Baby. Snickers, Snickers bars, <laughs> Snickers bars. All right, guys, have a good one. Bye bye. Thanks for joining us, Nick.